right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. Episode 5-5, five, five, we in the house and we back. Back like we left something on the stove, you know what I mean? Tasted good, though. Oh, for sure, for sure. We don't burn, man. All we do is it just gets a little bit more flavor, as we say. In I know. I, 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 my complexion, I burn. What's that? Complexion or burning? What's burning? My skin. Mm, I mean, I'd rather for your skin to burn than your penis, you know, so. That, that's, that's, a, that's a fair point. I, I yeah. would concur. What would you rather? <laughs> what would you rather have people know about you? That no, no. What would you rather for people to see? You having a pink eye in front of them, you having a cold sore in front of them, or you having a hole in a in your pants and something hanging out. Mm. Now, what you want them not to see? What would you rather for them to see? I feel like the cold sore, just because statistically so many people have them. I was going to say pink eye. Yeah, because at least it goes away. Not even just that, because I, I feel like it's so contagious, people won't want to be around you. That's fair, and we don't want people around. No, no, fuck that. So 55, man, who you got coming up to the plate? Mm. Based on that presentation, I want to pick someone on the mound, um, mm. but I shall not. I'm actually going to give love to a Ooh, I just thought of another one, but I'm going to give love to a, a trio. I'm going to give it to, or do you, do you want to give one? If you have one that you feel really strong. No, no, no. I want to hear this trio, man. I want to hear this trio. See, I want to give love to Junior Seau. Let's go. I want to give love to Uncle Willie McGinnis. Let's go. I love Willie McGinnis, dude. One of my favorite players of all time. And lastly, the third linebacker on that list, a proud alumnus of Balso Hard University, mm. T-Sizzle, Terrell mm. Suggs. Mm. All right, first pick. Which one of those three are you picking? Tim Linscombe. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got to be Willie. For me, I it's got to be Willie. I love Willie, but and it's that's a hard junior. pick. It's a hard pick. So it's going to be Junior for me, but I love Willie, even though Terrell sucks. Probably Terrell sucks. Probably had the best longevity of any of them when it comes to how good he played for how long. Probably, but I feel like the credit that Willie McGinnis gets is like one of the cornerstones of the start of what became the patriots of the 2000s i got to go with oh it is for yeah. sure for sure it is and i was going to say junior sale anyway i'm happy you gave it a trio of, of backers because one that's one hell of a of a second level you mean? try to get through that oh my gosh man but i just want to shed a little bit more light on junior man r.i.p to junior sale who killed himself may 2nd 2012 that's crazy that's it's crazy literally 10 years ago yesterday that's wild to that me. that is man. wild and I mean, suffer from CTE. I, from all accounts, he was a tremendous dude, kind person, amazing football player, left behind a whole family. Um, but something about Junior Seau to me that always stood out, he was one of the few football players, he was one of the first football players I ever saw just have like a smile that that he would just radiate the field. Like it was, most football players were like scowling, mm. just looking crazy mean, like he was out here just cheesing like, Oh, I got this. Like you could tell he knew how good he was and he knew that I'm going to make this play. Like, I know what you're trying to do here, but I'm going to go make this play. Like the man was a six time all pro first team and a three time all pro second team. Like, come on, man. Something light. And man in the year of 1994 and he retired in 2009. Yeah. 
he played so long, man. He was he was a beast. 1,849 tackles, 56 and a half sacks, 18 interceptions, 11 forced fumbles, and of course, one touchdown. It's it's uh it's what Vince Wilfork missed out on. Would you never mind? That's gonna be that was gonna be a fucked up question. <laughs> that was gonna be real fucked up. And I'm like, I, I don't think I can act that after his 10-year anniversary of his suicide just passed, but I'm accident anyway. Okay. No. All CTE team. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. Junior's on there. Nate and Nick Diaz, Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Who is Brett Favre? Is Brett Favre above what I believe? <laughs> I believe this person has CTE. In my mind, he has to have CTE. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. <laughs> I I don't think he has CTE. I think he just never cared <laughs> does that make sense that's even more dangerous that's even more dangerous <laughs> this, is, this is on purpose yeah it's like you ever just see like his like training camp highlights and he's like mm-hmm. just intentionally running into everything because he's like you, you're not yeah. taking my starting position i feel like he was just like this is a ridiculous thing was like, breffar better than troy aikman because mm-hmm. troy aikman definitely got ct he retired because of concussions i think breffar was better he's i know like he had a better he's, career he's, he's like the cy young of football to me Nah, the Cy Young of football? I was just like, when he retired, he, or of quarterbacks, really, where it was just like, he had all the touchdowns and all the interceptions. Now he does. He reminds me, to me, I always thought he was like the Kyle Ripken of football. Mm, he was just around. He was around. He was really good. I think Bradford was great, actually. But, like, if you look at his turnover percentage, it's crazy. If you look at his, like, passing percentage, it ain't really nothing that amazing. No. But he had a rocket of an arm, and he could just throw that bitch as far as possible. Yep. Who else? Uh would Sydney, you take Brett Favre over Aaron Rodgers? Crosby has CT? No. Yes. Yes, 100% I think he does. No, I would not take Brett Favre over Aaron Rodgers. For one season? I uh, probably would. You would? I'm taking Aaron Rodgers' career. I might take Brett Favre for one season because I, I don't notice that's in front of me. I would argue that Brett Favre probably has one better season than Aaron Rodgers when it comes to who had the best season of their career. Brett Favre might have one of those seasons where it's like, oh, yeah, 40 touchdown passes. 12 interceptions, 69% completion percentage back when he didn't even throw the ball that much. Let's see. So, also, Brett Favre is probably John Madden's favorite quarterback of all time, so I'll always give a little bit more love to him because of that. He did, he did win three straight MVPs. What was a beast, man? <laughs> he was a beast. So in 95, mm-hmm. he – When he's throwing the Sterling Sharp? He threw to 4,400 yards, 38 touchdowns. Um. You know, the long of a 99 is always pretty dope. That's Thir- insane. 13 picks. Um, see, it's wild that he led the league as many times as he did in interceptions. Um, and and then, probably, too. Yeah. I think no, he was he, the first. Wasn't he, wasn't he the first? You know, 20, you, know his, you know his middle name? I don't know why this adds to his legacy. I didn't know his name was Lorenzo. I didn't know his name was Lorenzo. It's a really black name. Really, really black name for a guy named Brett Favre. Um, so, yeah, you look at Rodgers in 11, the year he won the Super Bowl, uh, 45 touchdowns to six interceptions. How many more passes, though? Uh, 502 attempts to Brett Favre's 570. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he was slinging that thing. He was he was like, yo, we're not running the ball, Mod Green. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Mod Green was even there yet. He was like, I know Mod Green coming. Fuck him. 
Mm-hmm. I'm throwing this bitch. I mean, when you got Sterling Sharp, I'm throwing it too. He, uh, yeah, people forget he's he is on the list of most res- career receiving yards past the age of like 37. He's sitting there proudly at number three at negative one, I think, or is negative he, two. Isn't he like the first member of the 2020 club? Like 20 interceptions and 20 touchdowns? <laughs> Probably. He did it multiple times, I think. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four. Five, he did it five times. Dude, that picture of Brett Favre when he's just throwing that bitch up, but he's getting literally pulled to the ground. The city like race one? Great. Huh? When he was in Minnesota? No, when he was in Green Bay. He's like, he's like tossing that. If somebody has uh, his jersey, just pulling him to the other side. And he's just still like, I'm throwing this bitch up. Yeah. He ain't taking the sack. He also has like some of those weird, like, there's no way that actually happens stuff. Where it's like, he got the, his he got the Paul Bunyan effect. His first career pass was to himself for a reception. Yeah. And I was like, all right, sure. Yeah, why not? Yes, of course. That is one of those. Like, Brett Favre is, like, the quarterback Paul Bowman. He's a quarterback Bo Jackson. The quarterback Jim Tomei? Oh, Chad Johnson is definitely on the all-CTE team. Mm. Who else is on that? Who are, like, the corners? Brandon Browner? I know Brian Dawkins is the safety. Darren Sharper? So no next comment. topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we're talking junior. I'm just saying. Albert Hainsworth? No, nah, he's just lazy. No, nah, he was just lazy as hell. What running back is on there? Uh like Peyton Hill. Javid Best. Uh like no Sean Moreno or something. One of them have a ton of concussions. Hope not. Let's just put Mike Allscott there because he used to literally only use his head. Right. Well, that's why I was thinking big dudes. Throw Lorenzo Neal in there. Oh, shout out to Lorenzo Neal. He used to cook people. Yeah. Him, my favorite, like, running backs that people forgot about, like, he's probably up there, but, like, it goes like the Warwick Duns of the world, the Jamal Adams. By the, the way, world. you like, want to throw another uh, linebacker on it. Shout out to Lance Briggs. Mm-hmm. His Briggs don't deserve no offense to Lance. He don't deserve to be spoken with those other three. Joey Porter. I did like Joey Porter, but he didn't last long enough at a great level like those other guys, I think. Also, it uh, definitely seems like we're going to get cut off just to. Oh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> Why is it doing this now? That is wild. Oh, that shit is expensive. What? The like pro version? I don't know why this. Maybe this is a new thing that they just installed. Maybe. Damn, but I do have to. to I do have the pro version. Way, uh, way more efficient. Or you're going to be the one recording. Oh, I'm definitely not recording. I'll just make you a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk UFC. Nine minutes. Count Nine minutes. Two rounds. All right, go. Who you got in these fights and who? And who are the fights? Happiness. That's what I have. Um, wait, wait. Last I, weekend was one July. of the best cards. Last yes. weekend was one of the best fights of the year. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that one. We're going to talk about <laughs> Shout out to Cheeto, Cheetah. Shout out to Cheeto Diaz. You know what I'm saying? Um, so are we picking who do we want to win or who do we who do we think is going to win? We always do both. We always do both. Okay. I think the entire left side of the July 2nd board is going to win. But I want Nate to win. 
I also wouldn't be mad if Cannoneer wins because I think Izzy's kind of corny and it'd be interesting to see what happens, but that's not going to happen. Oh, Izzy is for sure corny. Um, but he's like the kind of corny that isn't even like fun. He's like the kind of corny where it's like you trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the whole left side is going to win, except, except I think that the one that's really tossed in the air is the O'Malley fight. I think that O'Malley fight is a real toss-up. Yeah, I, I think Munoz – I think Sugar's not ready for that big step up. And maybe I'm wrong. And I, I don't think his skills are there, but he still has that one-punch power. I think that's what Correct. always is the equalizer. Like, I don't think Sean O'Malley – and maybe, maybe this is just me projecting. I don't think Sean O'Malley works a lot on his deficiencies in MMA. I think he looks at Conor McGregor and he's like, I can be Conor without being the greatest – mixed martial artists of all time all i gotta do is get my hands on you right that's not how it works <laughs> i mean it did kind of work for connor but like i mean at that point he was still putting the work in i think at a pretty crazy level you're not wrong you're not wrong i think and ever was... since he tried to get by on just being connor mcgregor oh you know it's been it's been curtains do you think sean o'malley has the potential to be great or do you think he's just going to be a fighter that's good at what he does i see him right now maybe on a trajectory of his his ceiling from what i've seen so far is what darren till did so far where it's like you went on you steamrolled through maybe you beat a munoz maybe you beat the next guy you beat a you know a dominic cruz somehow which i don't see happening and you get a title shot, and then you're going to get fucking starched by any of those guys. And mm-hmm. then you're kind of just going to be in this limbo period of like, yeah, people like to watch him fight, but no one really sees Darren Till becoming a champion right now, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I look at him. He's a fan favorite. People like to tune in. And he matters as a personality, I think. I kind of, I kind of will say I agree with everything, but I think there's one big difference where, to me, I don't know what I would consider Darren Till great at when it came to fighting, except for his toughness, where, like, at least O'Malley has an equalizer. Like, to me, Darren Till's deficiency was always that he has nothing that you look at him being like, I got to watch out for him because he's elite at this part of the game. He's just very good at all the parts, which is not an issue. But when you don't have one thing that you're great at, like, nobody's looking at him like, oh, his, ju- his jujitsu scares me or his power scares like, me. His left hand doesn't get looked at like Connor's left hand. Yeah. So I think that. I think that, if he was still at 70 and had that power, it yeah. might be. Like, yeah, when you he, I up, mean, it gets forgotten about because he got knocked out in that fight. When he hit Jorge Masvidal first punch of that mm-hmm. fight, he dropped. Mm, mm. Yeah. Tell me about the, how do you feel about that Strickland fight? Um. I think Pereira is fucking incredible to watch. I think this might be the fight of the card. Really? I'm of worried card, that it's yeah. going to be just not, not the wrestling is boring. I'm worried that Strickland's just going to wrestle and it might not live mm-hmm. up to it. I think that you're right. But I also think that this might be, it just feels like maybe I'm just hoping maybe just a hope. It, it feels like this is the fight where kind of how we're going to go in expecting that. And then it's a banger how Usman changed his style and he was like, he's going to hold you and he started knocking motherfuckers out. He was like, okay, yeah. I showed you what I can do because you can't do anything about that and I'm just going to knock people out because if you want a card with, the, with a Diaz and with an Izzy, you got to fight for a bonus. bonus. Yeah. What about this weekend? Ooh, this weekend. <sighs> it's going to break my heart. 
Tell me why it's going to break your heart. The the first fight of the main card is going to break my heart. <laughs> the first fight of the main card is going to break your heart. So Cerrone versus uh, Joe. Yeah. Joe, dude, I don't know who's supposed to win this fight. I feel like I know Joe's supposed to retire right after. And I kind of feel like Cowboys should also retire right after. That's, I, I think, part of why after. they're doing it this way is like send, send, Cowboy is going to fight in Arizona. Like it's right by New Mexico. That's basically a home send off. I, I think this is it for Joe. I mean, he hadn't fought in a few years. And he, I mean, he won his last fight, but I mean, it was like two and a half years ago. Yeah. They, I think it's on record that he's retiring after this fight. I think that that's what I've been hearing. But yeah. Like those, I mean, like that, that one's going to hurt me. And, you know, like it won't hurt me, but like those are two of the, I was going to hurt you. It's it is. It, it, like those are the two people that got me to watch MMA, probably. Or it's like Joe was the one that I first tuned in to watch. Um, and then I mean, obviously, Cowboy is no secret, one of my favorites uh, of all time. So I think Cowboy has to be the favorite, but it'd be cool to see Cowboy at lightweight again one more time. I kind of feel like the UFC should do what the PGA did. Whereas, like, when you get to a certain stature, you don't really play against the current people. You only play against the 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 legends, like the Legends Tour. Like, I feel like there mm. should be another – there should be, like, a Just championship. the Diego Sanchez's. Yeah, like, if, if you've had 30-plus fights. That's the only fight that I can't find betting odds for. Yeah, that's not going to be good. This card is stacked, though, this weekend, though. This so card is stacked. Dude, like, I was talking about it before the previous pay per view with people, and it was like ranking the uh, the upcoming three, and like this one was by far the number one. Dude, Mauricio Shungun Hua, and then OSP, like that's a what? sneaky one, dude. That's gonna be. I don't even. That might only last like forty five seconds. That, that's what I love about these. I, I think the Chandler Ferguson one's gonna be a bit of a dud. Um, you think the Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson one's gonna be a dud? I. I do. I think it might just be more. quick. I, I don't. I just don't think it's gonna like. It's just we're gonna go into that being like, if this was Tony Ferguson of four years ago, this fight would be fucking awesome, and it's not gonna be Tony Ferguson of four or five years ago. But we just saw Michael Chandler get stopped back to back. That's true. He's a heavy favorite. He's the heaviest favorite on the main card, not counting Cerrone Lozon that has no odds. Does it? Does it change anything that to me? Charlie Olives got his style a lot from Tony Ferguson and he destroyed Michael Chandler. That okay, that's fair. That's a fair I don't, I'm not I'm not saying I'm taking Tony Ferguson. I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not saying I'm taking him, but I can see how he could win this fight because his style is so much Charlie Olives and his style is so similar when it comes to the elbows and the awkward positions and things like that. The only thing that the only thing that I think is 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 really giving me hesitation on just saying that he's going to pull out this upset. I just don't know how much damage he can still take anymore. I, th- I think that's where I'm at. Like if Chandler lands anything near what he landed on hooker, I don't know that Tony still has, has it. Yeah. Or anything that he landed. Who, who are you Charlie for in the main event? I, I assume we're both rolling with Rose or are you rolling with Carla? Um, uh, I think Carla has been low key. The most surprising female fighter in the last year and a half. Mm. she has had like a resurgence of some types like it's it's like weird that it's been it's been this good for this long but she really has been like on a, on a nice little trajectory recently but i think nami yun has got it 
Don't think I agree. Who you got main event? Ever. Quick. We're running out of seconds here. Charlie Olives, man. I'm rolling with Gagey. Charlie Olives, he might be the best fighter in the UFC right now, Charlie Olives. He might be. I got no issues with it. Who I will rather see win? Probably Gagey. Okay. So he can finally get that championship. Yeah. Yeah, so he can finally get that championship. And a guy like him who is just a bare bones, I'm going to knock your fucking head off kind of person. Who's the last person like that who's even had a championship, realistically speaking? Someone old school. Like, honestly. But he's not even like that. Backwhite, like we never left once again. <laughs> oh, that was great. Zoom's, Zoom's just hating. So I, I think that Charlie Olives might be the best fighter in the UFC right now. Um, what about when John Jones rather, comes back in July? I still think that John Jones arguably hasn't won a fight. I agree. In his last, in his last four fights. Which is wild to think about. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Olives unanimously has won every fight he's been in recently. Um, but I would say the the last rough and tug it. I'm just gonna try to knock your head off. Champion probably was Chuck. That's that was the guy I thought of. Like that's crazy to think about though. The last one to be actually champion. It's either it's Chuck, and then you can go Cyborg, and then you can go Amanda. Um. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I feel like Woodley on the Ascent had a bit of that. Um, but not like that wasn't his style. No, he was a wrestler. Right. But, when, you know, the way he won the title was like that. Maybe Robbie Lawler. Mm. Great fucking pull. Shout out to Robbie, man. Ruthless. One of my all-time favorites, man. Robbie Lawler is a top 10 favorite fighter of all time for me. I, I think that's where he should be for most. What, what, yeah, what, 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 what about uh, the Diaz as the people's champions? Does that count? Yes, they count. That definitely counts. And Nick was a champion. I mean, like he was a champion in every degree except for UFC. That's true. And Nate is a champion of front kicking people that are talking shit. So. <laughs> Talking shit. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so if, if Rose loses, what's next for her? Because I don't really see any of the challenges, even if she wins. Winner of Yoana and Zhang? Well, Yoana's going with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I'm keeping okay. for the boogie woman. Hey, I, I, I fucked with her trying to go Diaz rules on it and being like, I don't care if it's a main event. I want five rounds. Mm-hmm. Just gangster mm-hmm. to say it to Wei Lee. Super gangster. But they had the fight of the year when they fought. They did. Mega mind. So if Rose wins, where does she go? If she loses, where does she go? Well, she wins. I wouldn't. So I think if she wins, she fights the winner of Whaley Yohana for the belt. Okay. If she loses, I think she faces the loser of that fight. You don't think she gives the immediate rematch with Carla? Well, if she doesn't get that. When's Joanna Whaley? Have they scheduled that? I don't think they scheduled it yet, but I think it's going to be in June. I don't think they. So I think that's what's going to matter. One is it like last time where neither one of them can fight again? Like I I don't think it'll be a guaranteed she's getting a rematch thing unless there's something specific to this exact fight as to how she loses. I I think she deserves it, but like I I think it's one of those that if that was nasty three um if. 
if she loses and Whaley Joanna is like a simple decision, like clear but simple, whoever mm-hmm. wins isn't too beat up. I think they get the next title shot and Rose gets the loser, but I think it's all dependent on health. I think that's the four right now, though. Why do you think they have never tried to push Shevchenko and Rose? Um, Which is weird to me. I don't think I've never heard anybody put those two together. Get a well, I know they used to, they train together. So I think they like each other as part of it. I don't give a fuck. But they might. The UFC fight. is running their matches by them too, being like, yo, who do you want to fight? I don't think they're giving those those ladies that kind of respect that they would give the male champions. That's true. Eventually, I, I would I would have a higher expectation of them forcing Usman and Izzy than those two for some reason. That's racist. No, I'm just talking about people that have trained together and like each other. Like, but mm-hmm. you know, you're at different weight classes. I mean, Valentina's just bigger too. I think they like yeah. Rose. I think they like. <laughs> they're like, we would do that, but we don't want to do that to you. So yeah, you like doing? you're just out here gardening and and like kind of chilling. We don't need to give you a fucking actual gangster that may yeah, have actually killed some people. Giving her the ball saw that is Shevchenko, like yeah. that would be. Like, you give Shevchenko to people that you disliked. I don't think Rose actually stands that much of a chance against Shevchenko unless Shevchenko comes in not respecting Rose's kicking ability. Which I don't think she would do. Nope. I think she'd be like, come here, little Rose. Yeah. I think she'd wrestle the shit out of Rose. Oh, she would throw Rose the fuck around. Yeah. All crazy. Yeah. I think that she would do, like, the the Habib, where it's like, what round do you want to lose in? Mm -hmm. And how you want to lose? I got you. Or, like, Stipe in uh, in Ghana the first time. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I'm just going to sit here and make you think about all your life choices like i'm yes. not even gonna hurt you that bad because i don't think you're a bad person and like i just want you to know that i can dominate you this bad that i don't even have to put in that much work i'm just gonna pick you apart right i am so excited for that uh july slate though that's gonna be wild it's gonna be absolutely i might actually buy this card man that's how i'm feeling about these fights i'll, I'll be well i'll be watching with people but we're, I'm, we're, i know we're for sure buying it yeah, I might have to just buy it because this car looks insane. I'm, I'm going to pay the man, Dana. What? Uh, give me one upset on the card if there was to be one. Mm. Let me pull that car back up. When we got booted, I uh, fell off. Quit on life. I get it. Hey, you know, it happens. Um, one upset. That's the, that's the crazy thing about this. Like, I want to find, like, a tasty one. The dope thing about this card is, like, there's not that many heavy odds anywhere. Like, it's a lot of, like, pretty even fights. Um, My heart wants to say Joe Lozon because I know he's going to be the heavy underdog, even though there's no available odds. Um, And I do feel like he has a chance in that, as we know, um, Cowboy is a notoriously slow starter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lozon is a really smart guy. Oh, wow. Like, that one's not even that crazy. Cerrone's minus 170. I'm seeing Lozon's plus 150. Oh, yeah, I, th- I think that's it. I think that's it. So I think people forget that Joe Lozon can take care of business if he's there. And mm-hmm. if Cowboy starts slow, Joe's going to come out firing. That's how he won his last fight. It was quick. So I'll go Joe. And that's a... Okay admittedly biased pick. And it's almost even odds. So. 
mean, you lift most of these. A lot of them are actually more even odds than that. Then pick El Kakui. Then pick El Kakui. Be a man. Stand on it. Okay, I'll rock, I'll rock with El Kakui. I'm, I'm going to work out like him the rest of the week, too. <laughs> do, do you think that – I think this card, when I'm looking at it, I really feel like one, two, three, four – there's five fights on the main card. I think that they'll try to get at least three of these fighters to retire if they lose. I really do. Cowboy Joe, those are the obvious. Oh, no, no, I'm not even doing that. I'm saying if if I'm I'm not even going to count that fight as two. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm taking. I'm talking. Oh, Shogun OSP, Cerrone mm-hmm. Lozon, and Ferguson. Yup. Yeah. This is a retirement party. I mean, it is Arizona. That's how they should build this: the retirement party. I feel like that's fucked up if the main event is the retirement part, neither the main nor the co-main. It's like, Listen, man, we did. We, we remember uh, Fast and the Furious. We racing for pinks. Yeah. If I win, you quit. Speaking of uh, Fast and Furious in Miami, um, in Too Fast, Too Furious, um, do you see the bullshit about the water at the Miami Grand Prix? How they wanted like a little harbor with yachts and shit. And how they got the boats, but they weren't allowed to have the water, so they just put in fake water, and it looks fucking terrible. Why did they do that? Because they want to be like Monaco. Why did they do that? You're holding it in Miami. Just be Miami. Correct. That's insane. I don't get that. Dude, some of the merch. I I hate these teams because everything's so expensive, but some of the merch is fire for Miami. Like very Miami Vice feel on a lot of them. When are we going to get over Miami just doing the same Miami shit every single year? Um, I can't really speak for that because that's kind of what all Boston sports do. But Boston sports has heritage and lineage. Miami doesn't. That's fair. They retired Michael Jordan's number who never played there. You dig me? That's fair. I, I just wanted you to say that you know Boston has history and, and lineage and heritage and all that. So. I'm not a hater. Listen, I don't I hate Boston, but I'm not a we, hater. We, we speak the truth. Yeah, I, like I, I give props to where props are due. Like I'm not that dude. It just feels like certain. I think certain professional cities don't deserve a pass the way that we give it to like the Boston's. And- <laughs> By the way, not to interrupt. Mm-hmm. I just got a notification. UFC working to finalize Sean O'Malley, Pedro Munez fight. It's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> it's like, I, love, I, love, I love that ESPN are send, sending that out. Like, yeah, no, we're, we're well aware. Dog, they're probably pissed I got out. They probably like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is very anti-Dana. So, so are they are they just trying to do the the UFC thing by blatantly trying to destroy newcomers to their organization and or people who are leaving their organization with the Nate Diaz fight? Yes, they're trying to kill this man. Yeah, he he's too tough to to admit that it's a terrible fight. He's he's I'm guaranteeing wanting five rounds. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And he's going to win the last 30 seconds if he's still alive. At what point do, do we inter- do an intervention for Nate Diaz? I'm not trying to get front kicked. I'll take a front kick if it means he'll sit down for a little while. Like, I'm genuinely worried about his health at this point. Yeah. Because, and this is why. I, the o- the only way he would war. consider it is if Nick tells him. And we know that that's true. Yeah, but like this is this is kind of where I look at it as it's like he I'm genuinely worried about his health because he's no longer competitive. Mm. 
that's the part that that's like killing me. Like when I watch him, like, yeah, he could have knocked out the number one contender for a title that he probably would never fight for. We've talked about that at a different time. Um, yeah, the Jorge Masvidal, he was getting into his groove, but then his face fell apart, but he was blatantly losing those rounds. Like it wasn't even right. close. What's the last Nate Diaz fight we saw where we were like, Nate looks good? Connor? No, no, no. Pettis, Pettis, sorry. Pettis, yeah, yeah, Showtime. Yeah, 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 Showtime. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was what, four years ago now? Um, that was my first summer in Texas, so coming up on three years ago. I think. I think, I think it's right. four. No, I because I think I watched that in Texas. Jorge Masvidal, he had a real good last fight. <laughs> um, let's see. In 2019, UFC 241, August 17th, 2019. Okay. So almost three years. And then the Masvidal one was a couple months after that. Okay. That's why it feels farther away. Is yeah, because he didn't had fight all the breaks yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. And, and I, I genuinely, like, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Nate fight. <laughs> oh, that's going to be crazy, man. This might be the first time Nate gets, like, blocked out. Yeah. I, that's That one's going to hurt my heart, too. Yeah. They're trying to boss all him on the way out. They're like, fuck you, dude, dog. Yeah, I, I feel but, like I feel like even Connor would be like, "That's not cool." I think him and Connor actually really like each other. I do too. I and Hamza loves Connor. Oh, he does. Loves Connor. I don't. And he know hates that. Khabib, which I didn't know. Wait, what? He hates yes. Khabib. Yes. What? Hamza, Hamza is hardcore rides for Connor. In my mind, him, I, him me too. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Is that racist? Because like we just been. <laughs> I think it, it might be, but I thought the same thing. I really was like, that must be like one of his prodigies. I'm like, in my, I made up a whole. I thought he was just another Dagestan guy. Yeah, no, he he's Swedish. No, he's not. I don't well, care. I don't care. I don't care what the flag he flies. I don't care what the citizenship says. He's not Swedish. Just like Izzy isn't isn't New Zealand and whatever Kiwi, whatever. Okay, yeah, sorry, he's Chechnyan. He's not Dagestan. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, he's chesting. Okay. Still. It's the weird thing. It's the Do weird. That, the that's, that's why we're being racist. Do we know the, the difference? Do we know the difference? Okay, cool. Then then I'm just saying. That fight that's was crazy. Too. The I didn't fight. realize he had beef. I didn't realize he, he loved Connor that much and hated yeah. beef. Yeah. And him also, and Till, the athlete, Smash Bros. Is there an athlete? Whose name gets spoken differently every time they say it more than Khabib? Khabib, Khabib. Or as Joey Diaz says, Khabib. Khabib. The only athlete I could think of whose name gets spoken differently every time I say it is Terrell Owens. Terrell. 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 When is they going? When is when is his family going to tell him that his name is really Terrell? Well, that's like um, who just said. So, uh, Oh, it was like uh, Denzel Washington. Like when he was like, "Yeah, that's not how you say my name. It's Denzel." No, we ain't doing that. <laughs> I'm not. But no, apparently, his no. mom does. So I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not his mom. By the way, shout out to Liverpool. Just want to shout that Yo, out before we congratulations forget. on getting to that next round, baby. You know, like it does? I think say a lot. They by the end of the now that they've made the Champions League final, they will have played the absolute maximum amount of games they possibly could this year. 
because they made it to both domestic cup finals, Mm -hmm. the Champions League final, and they're going to, huh? No, they're on pace for, they have a chance at a quadruple, which has never happened. I'm just hating, stone hate. I know. It's okay. I I know it's a tough week for you with uh, Real Madrid winning uh, the title. You know, it's not a tough week for me because UNC just got two five-star recruits um, to to play there next year. So you win some, you lose some. Farewell to Mark Reed or, or how we feel about that. Hopefully we can get Billy Lang out. I feel like I took the wrong job. You, you <laughs> If you started running St. Joe's, that would have been wild. Dog, could you imagine? Because he doesn't have a doctor either. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, man. I think I took the wrong job. I feel like he made this announcement because he heard about my announcement that's coming out. He's like, all right, whew, I can finally say this. And, and the email was crazy. How can you say this just happened? Anybody who ever does an interview process know that a, a job doesn't just happen. You actually applied one or you yeah. just reached out to two. And then for a president job, you probably did like three months. or four different interviews. Yeah. It just happened. Two months before Drex, for Drex, for two months before St. Joe's supposed to emerge. By the way, does it make you feel happy that Jalen Brown dropped Grayson Allen with a uh, crossover or step oh, Fuck him. Dude, wait, did, did, did I send you the tweet um, about Grayson Allen where someone was like, so do you think he plans his trips or like he just like it comes to him in the moment like an artist where he's like, I'm going to oh, trip he, that person. He definitely plans it because he, he knows who not to trip. Hmm. He's not out here tripping Marcus Smart. That's true. You dig me? Like he he he's tripping, he's tripping like the Gordon Hayward to the world. You know what I mean? Like he's doing that kind Which of is thing. super fucked up. Yeah, he's just picking on him. Gordon's already got leg issues. But I love a good white on white crime. That's fair. Um do you yeah. think question hold it, yes. question for you though? Do you believe y'all gonna win it all? You, you kind of you, I know you're on the final, but you, you believe y'all can win it all? Yeah. Um, I think they're gonna win. Want? I think they're I think they're gonna win the Champions League. I do. I, I think they beat either Real Madrid or Man City in a okay. one game. I think that they're gonna beat Chelsea in the FA Cup final. If I was a mm. betting man, I don't think that City's gonna drop points in the league, and we're gonna lose the league by one point. Mm. That's my honest opinion. I, I think in, in one game, I don't think there's anyone that I'm picking against Liverpool, like any other team. Like, it's just the way that they're built. Like, they're built to just do it. And, like, I think it, I think if y'all played us, we, we'll give y'all room for your money. Barca? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't, I don't really feel like I should dignify that with a response. What, are you guys even in second in the league right now? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, y'all have some youth, you know, give it a couple years, maybe. But there's no maybe with Barca, man. Barca is gonna be Barca. We don't rebuild, we retool. It's different. Go get Messi back. That's what they need. Nah, Messi ain't Messi no more. And we're not gonna pay him five hundred million dollars a week. I, I get so sad watching him play. I genuinely think he's one of those guys, like I'm trying to think of a, an example, like in other sports. He just doesn't look like he in Joyce playing the sport. Does that make sense? Like he just feels like disengaged because he's not having fun. Like it's like Lewis Hamilton right now is the same way. Where mm. it's like he's like, this car is undrivable. And it's like, well, your teammates finishing 
he's finished top five in every race all year. But like I can all, totally understand, it's like it's not a championship winning car. So like a, someone like a Lewis Hamilton is like, I'm not gonna have fun and push this. Wait, are you saying that to me? You said two different things there. Are you saying that you don't believe Messi enjoys playing soccer, or you don't believe he enjoys playing soccer for whom he's playing soccer for? I don't. In, I don't think he's enjoying playing in the current state of where he's playing and what he's doing. Like he, like he, like he used to smile and be like super, like into it oh, when he was at Barca. Even even in like the not so great times, like when I watch there, him, there, like, there was there was there was. Mm. No, but I mean, it, like the not 2010, where it was like, okay, we're gonna actually have to grind this out this year. <laughs> like he was, was always, he, that was great. he was always great. He was always great. But that was great because it was close games. It was like, ah, who's gonna win it? That was like, but he fun. felt engaged. I feel like w- with PSG, he's like, I'm here. But like you can, you can tell trash. it's not, it's not his heart. Yeah, it's because the league is trash. That's yeah. just what it is. Like I think people under Giannis is one for ten right now. By the way. Yeah, I know. I think the I think people underestimate that aspect of playing professional sports. Like I think some people just think it's for the love of the game. But if the city that you play in don't agree with you, or the league that you play in ain't it, or like the people that you're playing with ain't the ones, that that love of the game should only go so far. And I think yeah. that I think the messy thing is interesting because Barca didn't have to do that. Like they could have just said, fuck you, we're gonna do what we want, yada yada yada. But they gave him what he wanted, which was to go to PSG. Because they could no longer afford what he was asking for. for and he was trying reason. to take a cut. I, I blame Samuel and, T, and TD more than Messi. But I think that even with him trying to take a cut, the cut wasn't going to be significant enough because they fucked up their finances so much. And I think that I think yes. that the thing about Messi is he thought that because him and Neymar allegedly are real, real tight yeah. and things like that. And PSG has no real competition. He probably just thought this would be like a glorified tour of excellence. Which you know would be dope. This what? might do it. I don't know. And maybe this is me optimistic. Wait, wait, wait. Before, I, before you say yeah. that, before you say that, man, R.I.P. to Ronaldo, son, man. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the I was really glad that. that, I mean, you know, Liverpool and Man United, obviously, like super heated rivals. I thought it was really dope that all the fans at Liverpool clapped for the entire seventh minute, even though Ronaldo wasn't there. But like, just as an homage, like, that stuff's always cool to me. But yeah, that's terrible. And, you know, yeah, I mean, there's not much, not much to add to that. Um, he he's been playing well. I mean, but yeah, you go through that, and every everything gets put into context where it's like, okay, I can get why you can feel a little disconnected. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to just hang it up soon? He, he seemed he said, "I'm not going anywhere" after his last game. He seems to be at least coming back for one more, but maybe. Because like he really he's not but, but I think that that's the thing. He cares about Manchester United. Like that's a part of who he is. And I don't think Messi's feeling that right now. So what I was gonna say about Messi is I think it would be dope. Let's say Mbappe goes to Real Madrid. PSG should go sign Luis Suarez. Why would Mbappe go to Real Madrid? Because he's always wanted to, above all else, and it's a better league. But why would he go to Real Madrid? Because he's made that clear. I would rather him go to Barcelona. You know, I'm a Barca boy, you know, not not as my number one, but, you know, I rock with Barca over Real. Fuck Real. That, I, Salah said he wants them in the final. Oh, for real? Because remember, that that's who they lost to five years ago when Sergio Ramos pulled uh, Salah down and, like, dislocated his arm in the middle of the game, and he got taken out, and they lost. And wasn't He's that like, right before the World Cup? Uh... 
Because then he going to one of those World Cups, like, hurt. Yeah, yeah, it was right before the World Cup 2018. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. But he was like, I want – he's like, I want Real Madrid in the final. Do you think Mo Salah is the best player in the league, in the world right now? Um, they said we'll in, never see him. In what huh? sample size? I think that like, – Like, the last few weeks or, like, this I mean, I mean over the – I mean, ever since Messi and Ronaldo changed teams. So, like, this past season. Yeah. Yes. I think he I think he has been in the best form this year. Um he won player of the year in England. Um Fenway Sports Group is fucking him. And he's still explain that out. Explain that. So he is making about twelve million dollars a year as one of the best players. Super light. Right. He basically went so they've been trying to negotiate this extension, and he's basically like, I'd like to be paid. On not not even like anything astronomical, like he's not asking for like Messi's last Barca deal. He was just like, I would like to be paid on par with the other best players in the league. And they're like, nah, eh, no. And now he's hmm. probably gonna leave in a year, and we're gonna be screwed. But yeah, and and he's also been like, I want to be here my entire career. Like it sounds like he is even willing to take pay cuts, and his agents like, we can't really do that. But so I, I put it, I put it <laughs> Sala, De Bruyne, I would put in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Benzema this year has been insane. Karam Benzema. Um, which it's crazy that his controversy doesn't get talked about more. Um, like blackmailing one of his international mm-hmm. teammates and being banned from their national team for years. Um, I like it. I kind of like it, man. Yeah. I mean, because soccer to me, Soccer is the closest thing to baseball when it comes to scandals, mm. and they just they just it's, it's just part super of the fabric. Petty and of weird, it. yeah. yeah. It's all it's it's the fabric of it. So like I love yeah. when it's been like, yeah, you know, man, I got pictures of your wife. Where I got pictures no, that's of what grandma. it was. It was it was his teammate's sex tape. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because that's why that's why I think he also hasn't been nominated for awards in the last three years because of that. Like I really because he was yeah. remember like three or four years ago he was like the next up after Hazard kind of fell off a little bit, Karen Bosman, yeah. he was, he was like the next dude. And then all of this shit happened and then you don't hear nothing about him anymore. But yeah, no, Salah, I think this year has been the best player in the world. You think he can keep it up? Um, Cause he, he is getting up there, isn't he? Isn't he like 27? Uh, oh yeah. I think he's like 28, maybe 29. And usually in soccer, I feel like when you hit 31, that's usually when shit starts like going down a little bit. Yeah, I mean Benzema's cooking. He's thirty-four. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Savages live a long, lot longer. As they say, the good die young. Evil lives. Yeah, Mo is twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah, he's getting up there in age. The 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 only issue for him is like he is like it's crazy how great he is when he's like fairly one-footed at that level. Fairly, fairly, very, very one-footed. He 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 didn't score a goal this past weekend, basically only because he refused to shoot with his right foot. Like he didn't even get a shot on, uh, like he didn't even get a shot off because he was trying to get it back to his left. I would say this: he but that is left foot very, is touched by God. He is very or Allah, I should say. He, uh, yes, Allah. He is very much one footed, but I wonder if he's one footed because he doesn't have the righty, or he's one footed because it's so unstoppable that he's just he that good. Music. Yeah, because that's one of those. That's one of those hard ones where you look at it and it's just like, there's no way in hell that you got to this point in your career and you can't use both of your feet like there's just like it just doesn't make a lot of i mean he has scored some good goals with his right foot it's just like why why do it you know Um, it's like it's like it's like will like why would i lead a paint 
Yeah. Or I was going to be like, it'd be like Kareem being like, why would I not just keep doing right-handed sky hooks? Yeah. You want me to take a jump shot? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I think he can. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't think he's going to go on like a crazy run for five years as the best player in the world. But like, I think he could do it for another season. Or why, two. why is that not sustainable? Because if you think about it, right, in our lifetime, at least, in our lifetime, at least, we have had three, maybe four players who went on a run of being the best player for years. And then it just got transferred to a next player for years. But now it just feels like you're the best player for a season and a half or you're a best player for two years and then it's completely gone. I mean, Messi and Ronaldo are in a league of their own, so I don't even want to compare anyone to what they were capable of. But we actually, don't even got Messi and Ronaldo, that, though. But, but like, a Lewandowski, it, his has been pretty sustainable. But, like, David Beckham was that for a while. He was, like, Luis the Suarez guy. was sustainable. Huh? I mean, I don't know that Beckham was even ever the best player on his team. But he got – doesn't he have a ball? Ballon d'Or, no. He doesn't? Mm-hmm. In my mind, he had one. The last one to win one was Michael Owen. Oh, maybe he has a golden boot. Maybe that's something about. He may, he may have a golden boot. That's that's. But Jamie Vardy has golden boot. Harry Kane has mm. a golden boot. But like you know, when I think of like sustained greatness, let, let's look at just attacking players. It's Aguero. It's Suarez. It's uh, Lewandowski. Again, I'm not even going to talk about the two greats, Neymar. Rooney. He's, he's probably in that next echelon as well. Rooney. Uh, Rooney. So it's like there's not – Fernando Torres had it for a minute, but it's like it's all mm, injuries. I'm not putting Fernando Torres He, he wasn't as sustained. You're right. Ronaldinho had had a less – But I would also him. argue that Mo Salas has been sustained since 2017. I agree. So my, like, my thing about Mo is that I'm saying that – like, So me saying long. I think he can do it for another two, that's a – seven to eight year run as one of the best attacking players in the world that's pretty good i think and you're not gonna like this but i think the reason why mo isn't gonna be able to sustain it for too long not only because of his age but because he had to do so much work on that team like mm-hmm. you've had great teams but like he has been like 30 percent of it at minimum well that's, 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 hard that's, to sustain. that's, the, that's the interesting thing now so like this season they have the deepest attacking lineup that they've had under clock and it's not even close like they signed uh luis diaz in january and he's completely revitalized the team in a way so what do you think is going to happen in a year when mo's not there liverpool will still be very good but they won't have that guy or they won't have the guy that's like oh that's one of the absolute they still have plenty of world-class talent but they don't have that guy where it's like it's on his foot. Um, I think he's probably going to figure out a way to score here. I don't think do that think- any of their attacking players are that. Like Mane is great. Diaz is great. It's like I, I look at them like good things are going to happen when you have the ball. But like Mo is like something crazy magical might happen right here. Do, do you think that he would stay in the Premier League? you think he would just leave altogether? He would go to Real Madrid, I think. You think he'll go to Real too? Yeah, that was another um, rumor. Real Madrid or soccer, soccer rumors. I've never, yeah, that's like everyone's gonna sign for the Yankees. So, yes, that's all that's the perfect way to describe it. Everyone's gonna sign the Yankees. No, they're not. I promise you, they're not. I I would, I would be interested if he went back to Italy. I think that would be cool. I think it'd be awesome if he did something that's a little bit unconventional. Like, I think that it'll be back to Fiorentina. I was gonna say, like, it'd be cool if he like went to Africa for a little while and try to like bring those programs because, like, at the end of the day. 
he would never get paid what he's worth because he's to me he should be paid five hundred million dollars because of just what he does, how he does it. Yeah. He's carried on the shoulder. He was he's never going to get that in today's soccer because people are just not giving out those deals anymore. So like, if he was to go back, I think to Africa, he should come play for the union. I think, I think that if he went to Africa for like a year, even just a year, and just was like, I'm going back home. I'm going to rebuild programs out there, and then you he's all in come history to textbooks, huh? There. He's in history textbooks there. I know. I know. Yeah. So like, I think that could be real, real dope. And then he could do that for a year. And then he could be like, come to me when y'all ready to really talk. And then as he's getting a hundred goals in one year in Africa, then he just literally does like a world tour. Like Ronaldinho did. Remember how Ronaldinho you literally jumped from like continent to continent to continent yeah. to continent. Because at that point in time, it, you're not really, you only plan for the love of the game. And if the love of the game comes with a high check, you're going to take that because there's no more else he could probably do. Realistically speaking, like he's getting to the age where he's about to hit his thirties. He's probably won as much as he's going to win. He's never going to win a World Cup playing for Egypt. No offense, but I, like, well, I, so, I think that's why it was so heartbreaking for him to not win the African Cup of Nations this year. Yeah, like getting to a final. It's like that's yeah, and then he got screwed out of World Cup qualification. I would argue. Who would you, you take that? in their prom, Drogba or Mo? Because that's a good one in my mind. Thinking one about the game, one season. Let's go. Let's go. This. Let's go. Three. Three different questions. Okay. Mo or Drogba? One game, one season, and one tournament. Um, I'm going Salah for the season. Okay. Drogba for the game. And big money tournament. Where are we going? They both connected on the big money tournaments, though. Yeah. Mo. And and the reason I'm going to go Mo is. And maybe this is, you know, some of my recency bias as someone that wasn't watching as in-depth during the drug years. So I, I, you know, hand up on that. But it's like, I would doubt that he ever had to drag, like, name another player on the Egyptian national team. Mm-hmm. And Mo wasn't a But Irie Coase wasn't a Yaya dominant Torre, Kolo Torre. Like, they had a few. No, they, they, I'm not, I'm saying they had more than Egypt, but they wasn't a dominant force in the world. No, 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 no. I, I'm not I'm making that. Shout out to Yaya Torre, too. Shout out to Yaya yeah, Torre, man. Legendary. Man, man City legend, baby. Yes. And Colo Torre as well. Um, and Yaya was like six something. Like he was tall as he's shit. He's a big dude. He was like, in terms of like soccer, he was probably like 5'11, but like in terms of in soccer, soccer stuff, he, was a, he was a fridge. Yeah, that's 6'4 in soccer. No, I think he was probably. I'm gonna guess six two. I think he was six two, six three. Yeah, yeah, six two. But like the way he was built, he was a house. Dude, Yaya Torre to me, he looked like To out there. I was gonna say he is built like. I'm trying to think in, in like another sport, like he's built like I'm looking at Al Horford, but I know that's not the name that I want to go to. He's he, he looked like uh, Jason Maxiel. Yeah, always thick. Yeah, he was just like just thick. It's like that's just a that's too much muscle in this sport. Dude, he was biggish. Cause you know what's funny? I remember when Yaya Torre was like in his prom with Man City, and this is still when um Bartelli was still good. Yeah. And they were going back and forth. And these are two you know that he only has uh one assist in his uh Premier League career, Balotelli, and it's like maybe for the most iconic goal ever in the history of the league. Was it the back hill? No, it was the assist on the uh, Aguero goal to win the league. I thought that was a back heel for some reason in my mind. Mm-mm. He was, like, sliding. He was, like, on the ground. Maybe that's why I think it's a back heel, because it was, like, he kind of just... He just kind of pushed <laughs> it out in front of him, yeah. 
It was like, honestly, I think if he was standing up, he would have been like, I'm shooting this. <laughs> do, do you think that, and in, in this, this is me being biased, so please step in there. Do you think that, what, what continent do you think would have the best chance of winning an all-world tournament? Because I think Africa. If we go like the best of the best in the last what, 20, 20 years. Where 20 are years. the French people are allowed to play? For? They're in Africa. They're in Africa. They're Africans? Okay. Yeah. 20 years. The last 20 years. I think Africa would win a world tournament if it was continent versus continent. And you got to play for the team. You got to play for the continent where you were born, not where you identify, not where you have okay. your citizenship. Um, <clears throat> I, think I think raw talent Africa might have it. The systems that the national teams used in Europe, I think, translate better together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, I think it would be hard to break down a team that passes when all of them are Spanish and German with the way that they play. Okay. But I'll and the most so. fun one to watch would be South America. Maybe Central, honestly. Are we counting Central as South or are we going Central That's as North? North? That's North. We're going to go straight North. Okay. Yeah, so South America would definitely be the most fun. The thing I'll say about the passing, though, I would say Africa mainly because, not mainly, but one of the biggest reasons is because they have more special talent, I think, in the last 20 years than Europe does. Like special. They might. Okay, like, so, so let's, let's draft it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the African goalkeeper? Got me, probably. <laughs> so Europe, I'm going probably Casillas or Neuer. Either way, oh, Neuer. I feel pretty Neuer. good there. Neuer? Neuer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So definitely no bias in that. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, as we doing this, hold on. Let me just pull up. There's got to be a list. Because you also got to think all of German Africans too. That's fine. Dude, this is a crazy list, man. Like, this is a wild list. I'm trying to go just, like, off of my thought of, like, who I would go with the first ones I think of. Okay, here you go. All-time European 11. I feel like mine would be pretty consistent here. Oh, right, actually, no, top. no. I, I'm, I'm forgetting about Neuer. I'm going Buffon. That's a good one. El Hadre. The Ghana I mean, Pele, Yaya, Maldini, Kanu, Kanu from Nigeria, Puyol, Philip Lam, from Cameroon, Sado Main. Dude, but I, I, I could go Zidane, Xavi, Iniesta in midfield. Itu is better than Iniesta. Well, yeah, but he's a striker. I'm going Cristiano Ronaldo to match that. George Weath? Wea? I call him Weef. His son uh, is uh, American. Well, you he know. is? Yeah, Timothy Weah. That's crazy. I mean, even Asama, who was nice when he was nice, super fast, he wouldn't even make the team probably. I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo would even play up front. I think I'd play him in midfield somewhere. Johan Cruyff up top, Puskas. So we got 
Eto. You got Eto. You got Way. You got Drogba. You got Mia. Roger Mila. You got Hassan Hassan from Egypt as well. You got El Hardway, who will be the goalie, more than likely, from Egypt. You got Kanu. You know, I mean, you got, I mean, either way, all these teams are going to be stacked. But, but it's but like, this, but like, like, like I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking for a way to sneak Steven Gerrard in there, and it's like I'm not sure he makes the bench. Does, what, makes who, the bench. Who, gets, who gets cut first, Gerrard or Rooney? Rooney. Hmm. Because I think like, Gerard was a better player. No, wait, let's, let me let me let me let me put yeah. my case for Rooney. I okay. think Gerard was a better player, and I think that he had the more magical moments. But I think Rooney was more consistent. That's fine. Here's my counter to that. And if they're coming off the bench, because they're not starting. If you come off the bench, who you want? Gerard, because I feel like I can put him in any position, and I'd be like, okay. Like but I think I could be like, like, hey Stevie, I need you to play right back, and be like, okay. Yeah, you're right. I think I'm taking. You know, I love Rooney. I think I'm taking Gerard too. I don't even think it's that close. But then you think about all of the who are the who are the German uh, brothers who are the African? Boatanks? Yeah, the Boatanks. That's fine. You Eight. can have them. Oh, I'll, that one year when the one dude he was like the best defender I'm, I'm, in the I world. Could, I might just take Italian defenders. Dude, my African team's gonna win, man. Fuck you. <laughs> you <got> Giannis at <laughs> uh, uh, striker. Um... <laughs> and I'm t- and I'm taking all of the all of the Brazilians who are really African. <laughs> oh well, you didn't say that. I didn't say that was allowed. I'm drafting. I'm doing a racial draft. Fuck that. Yo, oh, Ronaldinho, get over here. The real Ronaldo, get over here. <laughs> Neymar, get over here. If you brown in Egypt, if you brown in Brazil, you African. So does that mean that I get to take like all the nasty like Eastern European like Soviet dudes? Yes, one hundred percent. You get all of the steroids. I got Lev Yashin with a hat. That's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. Petr Cech. What, what Europe? What European would you say is more special than Mo then? In the last twenty years. Ooh. And that's last what I mean. Twenty years. Like, like I think so. Wait, Ivan. I, I think Cristiano. I think, I think your team has more talent. I think Africa team has more special players. That's that was my whole argument. Like, oh, okay. I don't think that we'll be out talented. I think it'll be more special. So um, it'd be always a chance to win. I have no problem putting loyalties aside. Special players on my team that I would take all time in the last 20 years over Mo. Um Cristiano. Do I get Paul? Pogba? Yeah. Sure. Uh, don't do that, dog. Don't disrespect Paul like that. Paul, <laughs> you're getting don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't no, like no. how you did that, man. That shouldn't be the French center mid you're looking at, though. I need back. No, you know, you need Ingolo. I need bench Ingolo. Ingolo, that's need, your guy. He's starting. I need bench okay, support. Okay, fair. Talking. I got Luka Modric coming off the bench, but like Xavi and Yesa, like the fact that I get, it, I might even just take that. That might be my midfield three. Like Zidane might play up front, and I'm just going to say, I'm just gonna let Xavi, Iniesta, and Busquets do what they do. Tiago in there, Lewandowski off the bench. Hmm, that's a good one. Hmm, that's a real good one. But there's some there's some sneaky ones like the Croatians, like Kevin De Bruyne. I haven't even brought up Bernardo Silva right now. Is I mean on form, like he wouldn't be in the all time team, but. I'm about to look up Eusebio? European African. Well, that's not last 20 years, I don't think, but I 
I think that is interesting too, because if you think about it, it's been like, it's been a lot of players who have been out there that literally we'll never see on that great stage because the countries that they represent just aren't that thing. Yeah. Like they're never going to be at that point. And I feel like, like that's, that's special- the funny thing right now. Like Sadio Mane, like might by the end of this year, have a chance at the Ballon d'Or. He won the African Cup of Nations. He qualified for the World Cup. He is going to have won a domestic cup, maybe an FA Cup, maybe a Champions League. Wait, and do I get Mbappe? Yeah, you can have him. Dog. And I get Carol? Come on, man. It's fine. I get Bizuma and Mbappe. Yo, why have we seen about the bust that ass? Yo, there's no. too many special players. It's too many special players. Virgil van Dyke, I get to add to mine. And he might give a fuck. I get Mbappe and Benzema. Along with Yaya, Dragba, Mbappe and got Mo. pocketed by Van Dyke already. Yo, I'm not even playing defense. We're going to go all – yo, everybody get on one side of the field. We yeah, that's, that's a great idea because you know what's going to happen is once that happens, through ball over the top to Cristiano. Good luck with that, man. Good luck with that. Ooh, we... do, I, do I get everyone in their prime? I feel like, like sneaky oh, this Gareth – definitely prime. This is, is Sneaky prime. like Gareth Bale might make the end of the bench. As like one of those dudes is like when he was Yo, in, if at Gareth his best, Bale makes the, if Gareth Bale makes the bench before Rooney, I'm gonna slap you in your face, man. Uh, Gareth Bale might make the bench before no. <laughs> Gareth Bale had two good years. He had two great years in his entire career. Fernando Torres at his peak. I don't even think you would want Fernando Torres on your squad because mentally he's not ready. He's not that. Xavi Alonso. Yes, Alonso has to be there. You know, my come on, come on, I, come, I, calm down, man. I, I, I might have. Are you, are you putting Iniesta on your in your starters? Yes, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I genuinely think there's a chance that I say Zidane can't be in – like, if I'm running a 4-3-3, I don't know that Zidane is in my starting midfield. I don't think Zidane is a starter on that team, honestly. Like, like not, I, gen- I genuinely think if I'm, if I'm formulating a team to win a game, I genuinely think I just put a midfield three of Xavi and Yesa and Busquets. I genuinely think that. Oh, I get Dembele too? I forgot about him. He ain't been on shit. Which one? Well, man, only one that matters. Usman, the one that hasn't played mm-hmm. in like eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he if he but, makes your team, I'm my slap you. No, no, but we sit in there prom though. If you get Gareth Bell in his prom, that one year Dembele had was amazing. What for Dortmund? Yeah. If you get Gareth Bell for his two years, I can get one year of Dembele. Yeah, yeah Gareth was always better. Duh, Gareth had two great years. I, I would even count some of his years before. I can't believe you out here. Oh, like, yeah, you oh can uh, have... I'm tripping. I, I forgot what's up. Which one, which one of us gets to fight for Thierry? We both get one half. Uh, same thing with Mbappe? <laughs> yes, we both get one half. <laughs> we both get a half. You know, Thierry Henry is my favorite, like my second favorite player of all time. Second well, behind yeah. Ronaldinho. I love Thierry Henry, man. Thierry Henry is, He's I think Thierry Henry doesn't get enough credit for being one of the guys in, in, in soccer that made it look cool. Like, he was so smooth. He has the smoothest game I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Like, he looked that. effortless. Like, it really looked like he, he just glided. did shit. He, he literally glided over the, over the pitch. Yeah. And the only thing people remember is the handball. And it's like, really? After all of the shit he did, he gets a, the handball is the only thing you remember? They that's didn't call it, I so remember. it didn't count. Yeah, that's not what I remember from. They didn't call it, so it didn't count. So what are you talking about? It's wild how many great goalies I have. Not, I genuinely don't know who your goalie is. It's the goalie for Egypt. Like currently, I think you got to at least pick Edward Mendy, who's Chelsea's goalkeeper. Well, I looked on the list of greatest African soccer players, and he's number six. So whoever that one is, what the goalkeeper? Yeah, he just is Egyptian, or he's the current Egyptian goalkeeper. 
No, he is Egyptian. I don't think he's the current. Oh. Let me see. We can get his name up. <sighs> say th- this is the uh, weekly part of the show where we say, all right, let's put these lists together and then we'll bring them back next week and then we won't. Hey, we're never going to do that. We're never going to do that. But yeah, Mindy. Deborah Mendy. So the, yeah. so the Cameroon goalie, the current Cameroon goalie is considered like the best current African Egyptian one. Huh? Senegalese. No, he he is technically well, he's Senegalese, but he's in from Cameroon. Cameroon. Yeah. Huh. He plays for the Senegalese team. I know that. Yeah, he plays for the Senegalese team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's nice. Uh, that, I'll give you that one. Oh no, this is just where the awards were given, I think. This is weird. See, see, the whole thing in Africa, Africa and South America is always real shit. Oh, yeah. African Cup of Nations, I think, final is in Cameroon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be what it is. Uh. Yeah, no, I think that's that's correct. You, you're not taking Joel Matip? Mm, I mean, we'll give him a tryout. But, like, where is he going to – when is he going to play? Like, with all of those names when we just threw out. most. <laughs> It won't ever matter most because we'll always be winning. No. <laughs> and, and wait, wait, do I get the Vuvuzelas? Do I get the Vuvuzelas to make everything annoying since it's South Africa? Sure. But, oh, here, here's a good one. Who's your coach? Me? Who, who, who's your coaching squad? Oh, no, I'm not coaching my team. I'm, I'm getting, coaching. Uh, you're going to. Okay, so, so the goalie I was talking about is Assam El Hadre from 1993 to 2020, he's considered like the greatest African goalie ever. He was the Egyptian goalie. That's the one okay. I was talking about. Okay, sure. Um, I'd like about seven of my goalies before him. Uh, well, he actually, Drogba actually said he's the best opponent he's ever faced in any league he ever was in. So like, that's some high okay. praise for somebody. But, who like all Ronaldo and Thierry Henry said that Steven Gerrard scored like the most important goals they've ever seen. So... Well, I'll say this though. In that's 12 not, that's years, not actually the direct quote, but they gave a lot of this. Praise, so. In 12 years playing for Egypt, he put he played in 510 Ooh, matches. You get Balotelli. I do get Balotelli, yes. And you know I'm starting him, even though he shouldn't start. I'm I don't give a fuck. That's my guy. <laughs> I'm showing nepotism. Right, you know what? Fuck it. Stevie's going in. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should do. We should just like start our starting 11s, but then we all we, we trade out one player. We yeah, plan for our yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like I, I, I spent this entire time being like, you know, it would be really smart. You just start the midfield Barca trio. No, nah, fuck it. Stevie's got to go out there. Actually, no, he, no, Stevie's going right back, dude. Actually, I, I, honestly, low key, Trent Alexander Arnold might be my right back. L. Hardery was so good that in June 25th, 2018, at 45 years old, he played in the World Cup. That's how good he was. It's like, well, fuck he, he's so great that the guy that was their goalie this year is like 36, and your guy still played till he was 2020. <laughs> That's crazy. That <laughs> That's so crazy. Well, well, all right, give me, give me your. Uh, so there's seven continents. Give me, give me how how they all going to stack up when it's all said and done with this tournament that we're throwing. Um, obviously, Antarctica is gonna be one. Yeah, so that one doesn't count. Although the Penguins are organized, you know, they know how to march down the field. Um, <laughs> they can't even stop global warming, so they're not gonna be able to stop these goals. Right. Uh, so Oceania, like that, like Australia, they're they're fucked. Yeah, they're gonna be last. They're dead last. Not they, even close. They have only Tim Cahill. Um, 
I thought there was somebody else from that area that was really good for a while. I can't think about Daniel Ricardo. Like he might be on their team. Ricardo, yeah, that's something. Yeah, the driver. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mark Weber, um, who used to drive for Red Bull back in the day. Uh, Who? who, Okay, so then from there, I think North America might be right (laughs) after that. They get Steve Nash though. They get Steve Nash. They have Mexico, so they got Chicharito. Chicharito, Pulisic. But the problem is we lose all of the European. We all we lose all the Germans. Mm-hmm. Like so, we do we lose Clint Dempsey? No, no we, Dempsey, we get Clint no, no, Dempsey. We get Tim Howard. We get Tim Howard. We also get um Bradley. Bradley was good for a while. Bradley was good for a while, man. Bradley was a beast for a while. No, he was on the team for a while. Defensively, Bradley was good, man. He was okay until he got old. What do you think happens, man? <laughs> you know, some people get better. What is going on with Chuck right now? So, um, get, so yeah, North America is definitely number five. So okay. go to Australia, and New then Zealand. Asia. Asia might be sneaky, though. No, they, they are sneaky. They got Nakata, uh, Shinji Kagawa, Human Sun. Like they, they do have some players. Yeah, but they depends if are. you can pull the Russians. They're definitely our fourth. You can't because there is Asia, but like that, that definitely is fourth. Because if you think about the other nations that's left, you got South America, you got Europe, you got Africa. And like, I think South America comes third, which, like, <laughs> but like it makes sense because every year, like 20, Brazil is going to win it all, Argentina is going to push, and then it's like somehow they just don't. And this is, this is over the last 20 years, and they haven't been the strongest over the last 20 years. And we talking about all time, they will win. I mean, I mean, Messi could pull that all the way. I mean, but you got but you Messi, R nine, and oh, actually, I might take that back. Messi, R nine, and Ronaldinho as you're like maybe front three. But wait, though, you've also forgetting though. This is only the last 20 though, so we can't even go to the early 2000s and get that Ronaldinho. This is like the older Ronaldinho if you get in that one. I mean, he was still Ballon d'Or Ronaldinho. I mean, that's my guy. Come on, man, that's, that's my guy. That's what we're talking about. But like, you also, ah, mm, I think the last 20 South America is underproduced. If we talking about all time, South America. But the talent. But the last 20, though, that's what I'm saying. Like, the talent in the last 20 wasn't what it should yeah, have been. Like, they had a, who, who's your goalkeeper? Like, is it is it one of the current? Is it Allison? Probably. Dita? Mm, I thought Dita was kind of overrated, but maybe. Julio Cesar? Nah. Uh, Roberto Firmino off the bench for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luis Suarez, though. I mean, you might just re- reunite MSN and R9 is coming off the bench. And that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. Field. Yeah. You got to reunite Suarez and I'm like, you got to do it. Yeah. And then I think you drop Ronaldinho in midfield. Where you put Messi, though? Right wing. You can put him at right wing. Where you put Neymar? Um, left wing. So you're going to have all of these guys who need the ball just like right there? I'm MSN. Because you know what I would do? You know what I would do? I'll put Neymar. I'll fuck around and put Neymar as striker. It's just pushing back. Like, I yeah. want Suarez in a false nine, and Messi and Neymar end up playing further up but, anyway. But you forgetting young Suarez used to come to midfield all the fucking time. So why not just put him up close? <laughs> just say you run that shit back. Well, no, but that's what he did for like Liverpool. He's like, yeah, oh, I'm just gonna take it at midfield and go. Yeah. So like, he don't even need to be striker. He's gonna be there anyway. Okay. So Africa's my number three. <laughs> <laughs> 
South America. No, Europe can't be dominant. No, fuck that. Europe is number three, dog. No, but I, I, I think that the systems that they play in Europe fit better with each other. That's like, I, I'm genuinely trying to look at fit. Like, I think there's the closest gap of how does Italy, Spain, and Germany play together versus like the flair of South America. Oh, man. Africa is and raw talent in Africa. Africa is easily number two. Okay, then South America is number three. It's top two. Well, then South America got to be top, got to be number three. Then, because okay. last 20 years, they produced individuals who have been amazing. But as a whole, I mean, you got Dani Alves, Marcelo. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Marcelo. Marcelo is the truth. Well, he was the truth. So who's the, who are our center backs down there? Tiago Silva, maybe. Oh, and you got to put my man Danny in there. Danny Alves. Yeah, yeah man, right Danny, that's, that's what I said. I said that before Marcelo. I didn't even hear you, but yeah, yeah, Danny. To me, Danny out. To me, Danny is is one of the most underappreciated players in his generation for how great he's been for how long. I totally agree. It's funny because like I also attribute him as such a Barcelona legend that like I almost said that I was going to have him be my right back in the Europe team, and I realized that that just is not true. Ain't that crazy? That's Ooh, absolutely. You, you, crazy. you got Tom Brady uh, on the South America team. You do. He's, you he's got Theo Vaughn on the South America team too. I can't say what he said. <laughs> it don't just popped it, in my head, though. Don't, not, they, don't go, don't, don't go there. No. You're going to set yourself up. So you're setting yourself up. I know. Right I, I've been known to do such things. So 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 it goes, in your mind, it goes Europe, Africa, South America, North America. No, Asia, North America. Asia, North America, Australia. Yeah. Or like Oceana, I'll even throw in. I think that I think that's pretty accurate. I I think that if it's a one game series, I think Europe has the advantage. If it's like a a series, I think Africa has the advantage. Mm, That's interesting. Because I I feel maybe the opposite. I think I think the raw talent of the African team, where it's like you just you say raw. See this is see this this is no 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 no. Peep this though. You're saying raw talent the same same way we say uh, like white basketball players are gritty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I knew that's what you were gonna say. No, I mean it as like the systems. Like Mo Salah has never, for his national team, played as part of like here's the way our system works. Their system is give the ball to Mo and hope that he can make some magic happen. But I don't know if that translates. In, but they, they can win a game. Europe. So why would they not bring the European system to Africa? It could. Everybody's everybody's taking South America or European systems. That's this is what it is. So like, I don't think they would play African style. I think they would play a more functional system, like in South America or in Europe. I, I do. I do think it's interesting though. Like, if it was like, okay, you get four months, but you have to t- also take a manager from those places. That's where I think Europe pulls way far ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that man. I think Europe pulls ahead. And if, if you let a team be co-managed, I, I actually don't think you can let Mourinho manage because I feel like he's just. Oh, you know who else is on my team? It's Latan. It's Latan and Yeah, the God. Um, no, but like you, don't you, think, if, I actually if, don't if you think let, he makes your team. I actually don't think he, he makes I don't think he'd be starter. I think um, he will put him on no matter what, but I don't think he actually makes it look good. Yeah. That's like being like, who's your all NFL team? Uh, yo, you're gonna find a way to put Marshawn Lynch on it. Yes, I am. Um, no, but I think if you were like if, if coaches mattered, and I'm like, okay, I get four months to let Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp make a team. Like, I'm not even going to look back. Like, and then I get to throw Sir Alex in there, too. Yeah, I feel very, very good about that. Kenny Dalglish, I get. George Best. 
I'm mixing the Northern Irish on you. That's funny that you're going to mix in the Northern Irish and they're not going to have any players on the team. I think they might. George Best might make the squad. Actually, that's not. I love years. Listen, listen. You know, you know, I love George Best. We had this conversation in depth. How much I love George Best because of college and stuff. You know, you then, then again, man, I, I, I can't then you try me, man. Then, then you're, no, then now you're trying me. You trying to? No, now you trying me. You going? You going to pull out one of my favorite players of all time and be like, yeah, well, you know, like don't do that because now I'm going to be looking at Europe like I kind of want to coach Europe. So watch your no, mouth. No, but, no, but, no, but I lied because that's not the last twenty years. Because then if we're doing that in South America, you get Garincha, Pele, you know, so that's not fair. Maradona, you, you got to add the flair to the to the sound on those. You know, I'll probably get Belmadi who coached Algeria for the last. Okay. Like, because he's he's he was a beast. He was a beast in what he did because Algeria should never have been good in my book. But somehow he inked out wins, and he's a tactical guy. So I feel like he will look at the talent on the you team. You can get Victor like, Moses out there. Uh, probably not. No. <laughs> I feel good about my squad. I, I feel like though, if I if I like, there's so many. I mean, there's so many of any of them. Like, I feel like it's an interesting one where, like, I feel like the African, like you said, like, the African players, are, like, they're so special. That's 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 the key. We're and then, special. Y'all are going to be better, but we're special. Right. We're going to be so deep. It's like Tony but, Cruz might, like, a guy like Tony Cruz that's been an elite world-class midfielder's entire career might not make the But I would say this, 23. though. I would say this. The best soccer teams don't go that deep. So, I don't know, like. I know that you're going to be deeper than me, but I'm probably only going to have a 14-man ro- rotation, period. It's, it's so I don't really need to be that deep. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be, it's going to be 15 because uh, Balotelli is going to start. But it's going to be one. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the first 10 minutes and he gets subbed out. Dude, I might make him goalie. I'm like, you're big enough, dude. Figure it out. Like, I, I honestly think I would start cheating. Like, I don't think I would play Steven Gerrard in midfield. I don't. I think he, he should be a striker on your team. No, I think I'd play him, like, right back. Mm. See, I generally I do that though because he he I feel like he he in the last mm, maybe this is my bias because as as he got older, like, can I've you watched think him of any more. European I feel like I'm missing someone like Philip Lom played right back but he also played left back and he also played CDM but like I think Trent Alexander Arnold might be my right back if I'm gonna make it an all Europe team because of how much he can influence the game from mm-hmm. that position on an offensive basis but I don't know mm. if that's just a biased recency pick. But the, like you might be right. Honestly, like the other English right. ones are like Gary Neville. I'm taking Trent. Gary Neville though was well, Puyo. What about Puyo? I was going to put him at center back. You put him at mm, okay. Okay. See, I might, I might, a- I might have to play wing back. So like, I might go a center back of like Maldini, Puyo, mm-hmm. and who was because Puyo was a fucking almost maybe. Problem. I think you have to do if you do that. If you do Puyo, if but you like do that Van, the Van Dyke on his day is like this is where I think that you not having a Boatings actually matters. Really, I think all of those people I named go way ahead of Jerome Boateng. I don't think at, at the right or left back. I think Jerome would have been a no, but solid, I, I'm going Lom and Trent or some combination of those uh, around there. I think I think I kind of think Jerome when he and he wasn't a right back again. he was a center back. I know, but you already put Puyo there. I'm saying like if you're if you're going to put like Puyo up front and all that, I think Jerome would be a beast on the right or left block yeah, because I, I could still put Puyo <laughs> out there and like Maldini played wing back. Puyo because played Puyo, wing back. Puyo Frank to me wing back. 
Puyo to me was the European version of Danny. He would get the ball, run that shit the fuck out. He might score on you, or he might get deep into the field, and then he would just pass that shit off. See, I, I want Puyo central because I because my plan is still the run with the Barca. Is he your captain? Because he was the captain when he when we were great. He was our captain. Depends. Don't put Steven Gerrard as captain. Dog, he, <laughs> I know what you want to do. <laughs> if Stevie's in the team, he's my captain. I think Puyo has to be a captain, man. Because he's like a point guard. Puyo to me is like Chris. No, yeah, he would be the other one. Or is, or, or in any nasty Iniesta would barely be your captain, honestly. No, Stevie's my captain. Yo, stop with the <laughs> Puyo, <laughs> he went from maybe Puyo. making it seem to be in captain. Correct. We, I mean, we all knew that was gonna happen. Dude, if Iniesta isn't your captain, you're definitely not winning a series against Africa. Iniesta is the cap. Messi is the greatest player probably ever, and he was never captain until Iniesta was like, I'm out. Puyo is my alternate captain. I love Puyo. Or, or you know, like honestly, Buffon might be my captain. Over Iniesta? Maybe. Dude, any I, I mean, mean my, my entire team is captains. But I think you're understanding how apart from Slotan, he can't be a captain. But think about Iniesta, right? Think about all of the great players we love, we play with, and he still is captain. That says a lot. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He would e be too messy, Ronaldinho. Like he would still I, I can go with a crazy rotation, and all of them can be captains. But you probably would never take Iniesta out the game, too, though. That's the thing, too, you got to remember. Iniesta. I mean, you can play like Stevie? Come on. You can sell out whoever you want, but you probably ain't selling out Iniesta. And Stevie I, I, didn't have the gas the, tank. The, That's something, too, you got to remember. Stevie Stevie didn't have the gas tank. Stevie in the had the gas tank in his prime. See, I'm, oh, oh, 05 Champions League final, Stevie? Yeah, no, we're fine. He played 11 Stevie. positions in that game. Stevie looked like 10. he was tired every minute of that game. He still and played. He was still cooking. I'm not. I, I didn't. That's not what I said. Not what I said. I said gas tank is if you're not tired. Stevie you know who's not my captain? Cristiano. Huh? Cristiano's not my captain. Just because I can't. Cristiano can't be a captain, dog. Like what? I agree. Uh, Zidane's not my captain. It has to be Iniesta. I'm telling you, yo. Honestly, like I, I don't. I mean, any of those cool. Barca players could be. Any of those Barca players could be. Yeah. Most of my team could be. I think. Like, mm -mm. like. Zidane couldn't be your captain. He's not a Barca guy. But no, I, not Zidane. Thought, sorry, sorry. No, I'm saying a lot of my players. I, I should have clarified. Like Stevie can be a captain. Buffon can be a captain. Puyol, Maldini can be a captain. Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta, all captain potential. There's a couple that I would not go to. I think, you know why I think Iniesta. And they all play for Real Madrid. And I, and I think that that's a reason. Watch them all. I think that the reason why Iniesta has to be a captain is because he wouldn't give a fuck if he scored or not, and everybody else on that team would. Even Puyol. Puyol, Puyol used to he run did, like, 90 yards. Yeah. I'm fucking scoring. He'd be like, all right, man. <laughs> Dude, uh, all, I, I, I think Maldini actually might be my captain, the more I talk about that. I just think that's, you know, I, I love the one club people. I mean, Iniesta, let's face it, is a one club guy. It's like the same thing as Gerrard's. Like, no one we don't count the galaxy. Um, but like, I, I think that matters. So like that, that's what you all play for. I think he may have just been Barca too. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like a lot of my guys are such one club legends that like, I feel like I would be like, you're going to play for the badge. Like Buffon played for a few, but everyone's like, Oh, I just, I got Peter Lowe coming off the bench too. I, yeah, my midfield is, is nasty. That that nah he's, but this is also one of those like that. That's the other reason I love this team you, is we might just control the game. 
possession wise. Like you might not have the ball to get to your special player. Not with Hazard. I got Hazard over there. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna get your Hazard. I'm taking Hazard. He has African ties. Yeah, but he's not gonna be healthy. He's gonna get hurt stepping on the field. We said prime, man. Watch your mouth. Prime Hazard was healthy. Yo, you gotta stop hating on Africa, man. That's racist. <laughs> I I basically worship Africa every time Liverpool plays. That's also racist. That's a fetish. Sure. I, 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 I'm not ashamed. Okay. Where do we play this tournament? Antarctica. I think we should play this tournament in America, in the U.S. Because what about, we're gonna be what there about like Turkey, where they can't figure out what continent that they're part of? Turkey's in Africa. There, I figured it out. I love that you say it's in Africa, and that's not one of the two continents they claim it. It's in Africa. <laughs> It's like it's very clearly defined between Europe and Asia, but it's African. It's African. <clears throat> just, like, just like Egypt. Ooh, ooh, just no, like we're, Egypt. We're Egypt, be, Egypt be pretending like they ain't Africa. Yo, we in the Middle East. Yo, we kind of in Asia. Dog, you're Africa. Yeah, they are. Uh, what, <laughs> what about like in the outback? What if we play this on the moon? That's, I already said that. You said Antarctica. I ain't said the moon. What if, no, I said it right after as yeah. we were still laughing about Antarctica. Um, what about Moron Mountain? What if we played this at every continent who's not going to be top two? Like it'll be a five. It'll be it'll be a five game series. That is called the 2026 World Cup. Where is the 2026 World Cup? Qatar, the U.S. <laughs> the U.S., Why Canada, and Mexico. Wasn't Qatar in the mix? That's this year. That's this year. But oh, it's this year. Oh my bad. I was like, where's Qatar? That's Where why it's in November because like everyone would die yeah. if they played at normal times. Yeah, it'll be like 199 degrees. Yeah, no, that's the 2026 World Cup that's split between the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. That's where. All right, last last soccer question because I have another topic I want to ask you about. Last soccer question: Who is the best soccer player you've ever seen at their peak powers ever in the history Mm -hmm. of the game? You didn't have to watch. You didn't have to watch a lot. You saw highlights. Actually, let me re-ask that question. Who was the best football player you've ever seen yeah. at their peak powers? Are we excluding some of the obvious ones? You could say whoever you want. I'm not excluding you. But... Messi. Yeah. Okay. And the reason I say Messi is like, you know, obviously I've been getting – I've been very invested in the game for probably the last seven years now. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like, you know, if, when I would live at home or, like, if I went to home to visit, like, I, I would put games on. And my dad grew to appreciate the game. And he's – Messi's the only one that we've ever had the conversation of, like, you, you can totally ignore the entire game if you mm-hmm. just watch that guy. Like, you're going to see he some special things. He is the yeah. guy. Well, it was like what uh, I think it was Mourinho said it about Firmino once. It was like you could watch the game and not see him at all. But if you watch him, you'll see the whole He's game. Gonna flash, right? Firmino always going to flash. Yeah, and, and like, but if you see the entire game played out through his movements, and Messi is like that on another level. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's Messi. I think Messi has had the greatest career I've ever seen. I think the best player, honestly, is Juan Ubiña. That, that was seen. the other one that I thought of. Because it's like, like, I don't think there's. I mean, I why the, I fell I in love two, with the sport when I was younger. <clears throat> was same here, same here. I, th- I think there's two things. I think there's three things about Ronaldinho that I've never seen another player over oh, another player over overtake him for. Joy? One was his touch. I've never seen a player have better touch than Ronaldinho in my entire yeah. life. Like the ball would go forty feet in the air, and he would just 
bouncing on the foot when it comes down. Like I've never seen some shit like uh, that. I also don't think I've ever seen someone have as much joy playing the game as him. That was number two. Yeah. And then the third one was I think I think Ronaldinho is the greatest passer I've ever seen in my life. I think he's the greatest passer I've ever seen in my life. Like he, the funny thing about that is he is arguably a he is easily a better goal scorer than he was a passer. But the way he passed the ball, the no-look shit he used to do, the behind-the-back shit he used to do, even when he used to do the lobs, the um, the volleys and stuff like that, yeah. like, he he wasn't a main pass. Like, to me, it kind of is like LeBron, where LeBron is known for scoring, for defending all that, but LeBron is probably the best passer of the basketball outside of Magic Johnson has ever been. But he's known for scoring. I think that's the same with Ronaldinho. Like, his passing was so fucking great, even though that's not what he did the most, that it was See, almost... I, like, I, I feel that way about Messi at the same time. See, I think Messi. I think Messi was a more prolific statistical passer. I'm talking about the ability to get somebody opening and get it to him like that, and do it with flair and all there, that. There's a lot of guys I think of, like Xavi Alonso is another one where it's like when he. I mean, so Thiago Xavi, right now. Xavi. I mean, Thiago right now is on that level right now too, where mm-hmm. it's like some of the stats were like, you know, he's at Liverpool now, so obviously I'm watching him more in. But it was like his last four games, he had like passing accuracy of like at least 70 passes a game and he was at like 98 percent on all of them i'll say i'll say this though whenever you ever seen somebody like ronaldinho hit you with the no look back hill to people and it always connected but what about the, what about the no look shots like roberto firmino you know that's different great talking passing man we're talking passing we're talking shots we're talking passing um, I mean, no, I mean, I have no issues with that call. I mean, th- there's, there's to me, so many that like no, I think this, of when you ask like greatness, though. This is what I'll say about this, though, Ivan. I think Pele is the greatest soccer player ever because of what he meant. Kind of how I look at Ali of what he meant, not necessarily just because of his skill, but what he meant. And like, you Pele try to keep Bill star. Russell off the all-time top 50. I think, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think uh, not as much as I try to keep Carl Malone off, but I think Pele is the no, greatest. No, that, that was a team effort, though. I know, yeah, yeah. I think Pele is the greatest for what he meant. I think Ronaldo, the fake Ronaldo, Portugal's Ronaldo is the greatest goal scorer I've ever seen when nope. it comes to, I just, no, no, listen to me, listen to me though. When it comes to, I just want to score, I think he's the best at that. I think Messi's the best complete player I've ever seen because he is arguably the best goal scorer, but he arguably is the best um, dribbler. He's arguably the best, but like he's the best complete player I've ever seen. I think he's a better goal scorer. I think... I, see, this is this is where the difference is. I think Messi is a easier goal scorer. I think Ronaldo scores harder goals. That's why I think he's a better goal scorer. Like how Steph Curry isn't the best scorer of all time. He's the best tough shot maker of all time. That's Ronaldo. Whereas it's like the level of difficulty is so crazy that he makes the shot. The crazy athleticism helps for sure. But that, that's what I mean. Like, I think Messi is the smartest i think he's the most complete player ever i think messi is the most complete player ever messi where, like i i, I saw something like he's like floyd mayweather wait wait wait! don't do that don't do that. let me yeah. finish my fifth one let me finish my fifth one okay go ahead i apologize the reason why ronaldo to me is the greatest goal scorer of all time because he makes he will hit like a 40 yarder and be like oh that's it like, and he can crazy. do it either way prime. right left head yeah. yeah okay i think messi makes it easier to score because his IQ was so high. So he's not taking a 40 yard. Like, why would I do that? I'm going to go in and do what I got to do. So I think Messi's the most complete player. I think Ronaldo, though, at his peak powers, could do anything that he wanted to do. It just depended on what he chose to do that day. And I've never thought that about Messi, Ronaldo, any of these guys, because to me, they had their positions. It was like, I'm doing this thing because it's what I do. I thought Ronaldo, at his peak power, he could literally do whatever he wanted to do on the pitch, which I've never thought about for any of those other players. 
so like I, I I'm trying to like contextualize that um with other athletes. So like to me, and George Best is the man. By the way, just putting it out there. <laughs> what's known doesn't need to be said. But like someone once compared Messi to Floyd, mm-hmm. where if you watch like the first ten minutes of Messi, maybe not even ten minutes, five minutes, doesn't touch the ball. He's figuring it out. Yeah, he's just looking at movements. He's playing it mm-hmm. out, and then he's gonna pick you apart the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo, to your point, is more like LeBron when he's down, like in a series, mm-hmm. or Kobe, where it's like, no, I don't give a shit. He's more it's, Kobe, he's hundred percent more yeah. Kobe. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I'm doing this. Um, so I, I think that's fair. Ronaldinho is more like, like Ronaldinho to me is more like Steph Curry. I don't, actually, I don't know if that's fair, but it's like he just makes it look so easy. I think that's, to do I think that's fair things. because. Steph Curry is arguably the best showman in sports history, and that's what Ronaldinho right. is. Right, and that's why I do think it makes sense. And then who's Larry Bird? Let's see, Slaton. I think no, no. I Slaton's think, I, no, Larry Bird. <laughs> I think Pele's Larry Bird. Interesting. I think Pele's Larry Bird because, like, I, and everybody's gonna hate on this, but you can't. Larry Bird won three straight MVPs, three straight championships. There's only been five. Three piece in the history of the NBA. In the history see, of the NBA, see, see, this might be a fun thing that we need to do. This might be a list that we actually work on. When you come up here, we're gonna we're gonna make a list from now to then of all of our people, like brother Sean, Larry, uh, Ronaldinho, and then we're gonna make comparisons of that person to every other sport. I feel like that'd be I, fun. I one hundred percent, one hundred percent down. However, you know, there's no comparison to 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 the all clear team. To, to brother Sean, I think that you know what we did. I do. We got to compare those people to historical figures and make our own Mount Rushmore of our all culture team. That's what we really got to do. I mean, I just named three. I know, but that fourth one is in question because we got statue out there. We got Gibson Josh. out there. We got we got we got. Uh, lot, we, I mean, I, I, all culture team. I think Satch edges Josh because he was Satch, gangster. But does Satch edge Muhammad Ali? You know my thoughts. See? I know, but I'm saying that's a conversation. That's a debate. Okay. All right. I know I said that's going to be my last side question. I got one more if I ask you another question. Okay. If you were starting a team, what position do you think you need to draft the first? If you if all if every player with football, every player was great. There's no bad player in this draft. Every player is a Hall of Fame player. What position do you think you got to draft first in order to have a successful soccer team? Box to box central midfielder. I'm right there with you. It's going to be central midfielder or it was going to be um, center back or one of the backs. Because if you get a good center midfielder or you get a good back, it don't even matter what the other players are because they can overcome. The right. Like, 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 like the, the people I, cause I feel like it'll help to explain even like, I, I obviously, you know, but like the people I'm thinking of when I say that is mm-hmm. the Iniesta's, the Gerrard's mm-hmm. where it's like most of the Liverpool success with Gerrard, they didn't deserve to have at the times that they had them sometimes. <laughs> like, you just look at the teams, and it was like, oh, that didn't – that shouldn't have happened. But because you can influence it so much, and Golo Conte with Leicester City, like, you know, you live up to that in a different way. And, yes, it was the same way. Xavi, uh, Pirlo had that. Um, like, if you can score but also defend and just filter it and make everyone else that little bit more open, that's the one. But also, I agree, if you have someone – like right now in, in, in world, you know, the teams like a Van Dyke where it's like, 
he can defend against anyone and make it really difficult for the best strikers in the world, but he can also ping a 40 yard assist. That's a tough thing to find. So that's your number one pick. When do you draft a goalie? And this is, this is why I asked that. I think a goalie. I think I drafted earlier than most. So I will say this, I'm in the complete opposite category. I think that, a goalie. Wait, what's the pool? Are we talking all-time players? All-time players. These are all-time yeah, no, players. No, it would be late because there's just so many. It's like drafting a kicker in fantasy football. And and, and people don't want to admit this. Isn't that's not goalie, a disrespect? In, in professional sports, the goalie for soccer to me is the mo- one of the least important positions in all professional sports. The just other thing because is, if I'm gangster in my midfield and defense, you might not never get there. And and just because a lot of goalie shit in soccer is guessing as opposed to skill. That's the thing, too, that people – we don't want to admit it, but, like, to me, hockey goalies, extremely important. Soccer goalies, the opposite. If you got a great defensive line, if you got a great midfield I, – I, I, like I like a good goalie that's, like, nice for his feet, though, and can clear a ball out, though. 100%, but that's also almost any goalie. By the way, speaking, speaking of goalie skill, because I do want to call this out not to – call back completely to the Liverpool going to the Champions League final thing. I think it's important to note that they would not have made the Champions League if not for their goalie scoring a header to win a game last year, right towards the end Speak of on it. it. Speak on it. Allison Becker, the hero. Reese might be him. getting cut off with the Milagro. <laughs> so my other question I wanted to ask you was okay. Roe v. Wade. I figured, I figured we talked talk about that. Um, and as you, as a staunch Republican as you are, how do you feel about the vote? Yeah. Yeah, you know, me up here in New Hampshire is, you know, live free or die. Um, live free or die is the motto in New Hampshire. It's just like, bitch, who, who killing who? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy to me. Um, is it? No, it's crazy to me that this is still a thing. Like, I'm not surprised. So, like, those are very different to me. Am I surprised that this is, like, a thing that's happening? No. Am I still amazed that people don't use logic? I'm not amazed by it, but it amazes me that people can't get on board with – like, I don't know. It's, like, it's not, my, it's not my place to say what a woman can and can't do with her body. Uh, it's not a woman. It's a female. So it's different. A female. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just saying – because I think one of the reasons why this passed is because there are a lot of white men who have transitioned to being a woman who can never carry babies. So they don't see the issue with a female biological body female. person. Yeah. Yeah. A female body person being able to make a decision like this. Like, because I, I think, think the, about, and you would know better than me and just be based on your line of work. Like I feel like you have more access to a lot of this information, but like, to me, I think the saddest part is less, not less that, that sounds demeaning, but it's like, you know, there's obviously the, the abortion aspect. I think the saddest part is what it does for the trend of the rest of the support that like a planned parenthood is able to provide from a healthcare basis. But, you know, but, but this, this is where it gets difficult though, Ivan. Planned Parenthood was created through racism. So I don't think people don't have a lot of sympathy for them. Planned Parenthood's original purpose was to make sure that black women didn't carry babies to term. That was the original thought. It was like, we don't need more black bodies in America. So we're going to make this way in which you can get rid of your baby. And that's really where um, 
uh, I think Margaret Singer, she really see she was open by saying like, yeah, we trying to eliminate the population of the black race. So we're going to create these things, even though it's transformed to something greater than that. 100%. But I think that the way that the world works right now with cancel culture and things like that, it don't matter what you're doing now. And it matters where you come from. And it don't even matter all the good works you might have done. It matters when you messed up that one time. So I don't even think people are going to have the sympathy for Planned Parenthood that they should because of the race's origins, which is sad because I think that they should because they've done some amazing work. And as a person who has looked at it from a perspective of a man, somebody who can't carry babies, but also somebody who doesn't want any right now, it's almost amazing that they've been able to do the type of work they've been able to do for as long as they've been able to do it. Like I'm, right. I'm, I'm a little surprised that this is just now starting to be overturned as opposed to not that long ago, honestly. Yeah, no, like it, I, it was a weird thing to wake up to like, it, cause I feel like part of the way I look at it is like, I don't know that I have a right to be as outraged about it. Like, it, and it's ironically for the same reasons that I'm, you know, a pro-choice type of person where it's like, it doesn't feel like my place to say what's right or wrong. Cause it's not me. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think it's like, that's my, I mean, that's my perspective on a lot of things. Like, it's like, yeah, if you want to own guns and you're qualified to own guns, cool. Not my problem. Like the I, I look at it the same way. Like, I, I think it's these false equivalencies that, people find is the is the craziest piece to me like to me i'm a big like you do you you know what's gonna make you happy make yourself happy but like i think it's i I think it's crazy that i don't i don't believe you actually no i don't believe you i don't believe you believe that i believe you believe that if it's not hurting people Mm. but how many people in america are doing things that only benefit them that's not hurting people yeah i should say like there's that balance of the macro scale you're right yeah like you you i know you love me as a person so if somebody was like you know man i'm part of the clan if that makes you happy to be part of the clan i don't think you would accept that kind of a thing Mm. but i also think that something like what's going on with roe v wade and the overturning of it all it really speaks to the idea that i think we're I, i think that I think America for the last, I'm 31. So I would say, honestly, my whole life, it just sounds, this sounds crazy when I say it out loud. So I'm 31 years old. So in my lifetime, both George Bushes were in office. Bill Clinton was in office. Barack Obama was in office. Donald Trump was in office. Joe Biden's in office, right? So like, these are the presidents that I have lived through technically, right? Mm-hmm. I actually think that America has been backsliding since I've been born. When it comes to the idea of freedom and liberty and people might be like, well, how Obama was president and this happened and this happened and this happened. I say that because in my lifetime, the crack laws became 100 to one or they stayed 100 to one. You know what I mean? So like that's a real thing. The crime bill was signed during my lifetime where we give certain people more time for for violent crimes than other people. Um, The housing market crashed. Uh, Wall Street crash, like a lot of shit happened in the yeah. last 31 years. Terrorism has been on the rise, especially American terrorism. So the fact that, or as I like to say, domestic terrorism, the fact that all of this stuff has happened, I like think I, that we, yeah. we are in a situation where we think that out of nowhere, things are getting worse. No, actually, they've been getting worse probably my entire life, but they just hit to a head in the last 10, 12 years. Yeah, no, I was just thinking, even as you're talking about, like, domestic terrorism, like, I was just thinking about, like, where's the love? Like, even the song, I was like, that's... 
I also remixed that amazing remix that I did, by the way. But yes, sixteen years old now. That was six. What was two thousand? Oh, where's the love? The song? Yeah, think? yeah, I think so. Oh, oh, five or six. Like that's crazy. Like I remember that being like a song that was like, oh wow, that's great. Like you know, introspective at that point, and then you think about how much, like you said, it's gone just downhill. It's crazy. And I don't know if it's going to get better or worse, but I do know that it is what it is at this moment. And I don't know if people really care. That's the thing, too. I think that we all pretend to care more than we actually do, right. which is scary when you think about it. Like, I think that, like... We care for, like, social media for a, a couple of days and then move on in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, like to me, and I don't know how you feel about this, there is zero reason in my in my mind that anybody should be homeless or hungry unless they want to be in America. Zero reason. Like, I, I, I refuse to believe that we don't have the resources. I refuse to believe that we don't have the solutions. I just believe that we don't give a fuck enough to make it change. I agree. I agree. And if that's the case, then what are we doing about the deeper issues where we are divisive about? Right. It's like, I've said time and time again, like, we're, we're way too involved in even international shit. It's like, Flint hasn't had clean drinking water in a decade. I don't know if Flint had clean drinking water in our lifetime, honestly speaking. It just got brown in our in, in the last 10 years. Like, I don't know yeah. if it was actually because you don't go from clean to brown. In my, mind, <laughs> in my mind, shit was fucked up for a while and then it just became worse. Probably not wrong. Detroit, Detroit was the beacon of America. Detroit was the reason why America was America with, with Henry Ford and the family, Henry Ford and the family. And it was, that's the first American city to ever go bankrupt. Mm hmm. Motown and cars came from Detroit. Think about Ford, that. Ford is Motown one of only two cars. car companies to never go bankrupt. And the city did. How, how do we pay out the car companies, but we don't pay out the city? Like, think about, think, all right, think about this, right? This Motown, cars, all cars, and Eminem are from the same city. And I, somehow knew, I knew that was going to be the third, too. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow we let it go bankrupt. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. Like but we would never let New York go bankrupt. We would never let New York go bankrupt. We would never let LA go bankrupt. I maybe I'm biased. I don't think the, part, ever the people they bankrupt. would let parts of LA go bankrupt. But I mean the whole city. I don't think no. they would actually let it go bankrupt. I don't think they would let Philly go bankrupt because it's the first capital of America. Like I think that they would they would hold it kind of. But if you think about it, all of the things I mentioned were black culture in Detroit, except for like because like the, the the Ford family was completely white, cool. But black people made those cars dope. Eminem is white, but he's in a black art black form. Culture. Motown yeah. was a black music genre. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like they thought it wasn't that big of a deal, which is crazy to me that you would let a city that made America, America become bankrupt. So if they're doing that to Detroit, what are they going to do to the rest of us? Good for thought. And somehow, Southwest Horizon airlines are still around but detroit was bankrupt ain't that crazy like that's crazy to think that like these airlines that don't have seat belts are around but like the city of detroit a major was city yeah that's crazy yeah i mean it's not much to say I, I it's one of those like i don't know is my answer do you think it will get better before it gets worse you think it's going to get worse before it gets better Worse before it gets better. Why is that? And I'm talking about America as a whole. 
I just don't think anyone's on the same page. Do you think people want to get on the same page or do you think people really no. don't care? No, okay. I don't. Um, I think I've long said I think we need another like partier. Like, here's the thing. Like with anything, blind devotion to any affiliation I think is dangerous mm-hmm. in the divisiveness that it brings. So mm-hmm. you, if you're only, you know, applied to one political party, you're going to be dismissive of the other and you're not mm-hmm. going to look for any type of common ground. That's why from a political standpoint, I've always thought that we needed another, I don't think we need to be like Italy where they have 27 major political parties, but I think there needs to be more. I think, you know, that's one of the things that could come as a better uh, from what it's been of like mm-hmm. more extremities on either side. Um, however, I do think that it's going to be worse before it gets better. Do you think it's going to be worse before it gets better for a good reason or a bad? I hope we find the good out of it. I didn't say what you hope. I said what you think is going to happen. Different. See, look, I see what you try to do there. You try to pull the American on me. I didn't ask you that. I said what you think is going to happen, not what you what, what you so hope. So the, the cause or the result? Like, do I think it's going to be for the better that it goes worse before it gets better? Or do I think it's going to be because of something good or bad? Give me both answers. Also, before you answer, this, this hurts me to say. Look me in my eyes. This hurts me to say. Robert Williams might be one of my 10 favorite players in the NBA. But please continue. Shout out to Time Lord. Um, I think some divisiveness that makes people – if if it allows for people to introspect, that's the thing. Eventually it becomes down to the individual to like actually take that step of being like, do I want to be blindly loyal to this entity? Um, so that's, sorry. I, I think I just caught up to the dunk that you were referring that to. Um, <laughs> I think the, the result can be good if people want start to like over time be like i didn't realize i don't want to be blindly loyal to this thing but isn't blind blindly blind loyalty is what america's about because we see people wearing the american flag which is technically illegal against flag code yeah carrying the american flag which is technically illegal we see people doing a whole lot of pro-america shit that technically is anti-america because they're breaking the law like crazy nationalism yeah right and so I'm not sure where it really comes in at. Like, I'm, I really don't know. I think I think the key is how do you. How are we how do we communicate in a way that realizing that, that the way in which we love a country or are proud to be from a country is also by looking for what can be better within the country. Say, wait, say that again. That's that was a good point. Say that again. So. To me, it's all about looking at because I feel like people are like, oh no, America is the best country in the world. Mm-hmm. Cool. It might be, it might not. One thing that is nice about it is we have an ability to voice an opinion. Okay. But my thing is me expressing a disdain for something that's going on in America is not anti-American. If anything, it's the most pro-American because I'm taking the liberties that I have to then look forward as here's what we can do better that's pro-america is what can we do better so so your your idea of pro-america is pushing america to a boundary that has never been correct 
how do we make it better? How do we push it? How do we make it uncomfortable? How do we reflect in a, in a, in a way that makes us a better country, a better community, a better people versus, you know, are we just saying like, nothing's all good. That's just not how life works. It's mm-hmm. not, it's, for some people, maybe it is. Like, maybe you just want to work up Cheese steaks. Cheese steaks that are made in Philadelphia are all good. That's not true. In you Philadelphia, it, it is true. There's, 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 but there's better than others. But you say good. You didn't say terrible. You didn't say great. You say good. But good. if I said you can have a beef All here, seafood in Massachusetts is good. It may not be great, but it's good. Right. But if you said, hey, would you like to just have legal seafoods for the rest of your life? No. I don't want to sacrifice that. You're 100% right. Well, I want Pasagino's for the rest of my life. No, No, but it's still better than what they make in the rest of the country. But it's still better than what they make in the rest of the country. Legal seafood is better than most. And and, and that's a perfect way to look at the entire world. Living in America is better than living in most countries. I don't want to say all. Most countries? Most? Most, I think. Really? Yeah. I mean, I do say that. I just think because we have the at least some of the liberties to say this. I, I don't know the laws of every country, so I don't want to be clear. But like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But like, but like, you you gave this some type of thought where you believe. Like, I, I I I would say living in a republic is better than living in any monarchy, because at least theoretically you have the opportunity of some representation. But if you live in a monarchy, you know everything's figured out for you, so it takes away that stress of trying to wake up and do better. But that also is inhibits any progress. But you can argue America hasn't made progress in what fifty years. Yeah, no, I, I, the civil the Civil Rights Act I think was signed in nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, sixty eight. Yeah. What, what what has happened since then, realistically, outside of gay marriage, which was major, but like a lot of bullshit. Yeah. So like so that's that's why I, that's I why think I wonder, the, I, I wonder like, it's like the opportunity is there. I, I would rather be in America than any other country, but I don't know if it makes America better than any other country. Oh, I, I, yeah, no, I don't think we're better than any other. Country. We're our, our incarceration rates are through the goddamn roof. I think that's a problem. I think our obesity rate is through the roof. Obesity rate, our homeless, our homeless, homeless rate is through the roof. Education is not all that we crack it up to be. Our poverty rate is crazy. Yeah. No, so like, like, I think I, well, I, I, what, what show is that? Was it in the newsroom or something? I've never watched newsroom. I don't know. Yeah, but, I have neither, but I've seen the one clip where he was like, yeah, we're not the best country in the world. So it's stupid to say that. A lot of countries but, have but freedom. I, but, but I think that what we feel, and I'm, I'm including you in this, I'm speaking for you. I think that we would rather be in America than any other country. But I don't know if that makes America better than any other country because... That's fair. Like, you and I... I think you and I would crush it in Canada. And Canada has universal health care, universal education, free weed, all that kind of shit. Not free weed. Universal weed laws, all that kind of shit. But I think you and I would be like, yo, Canada kind of fucking boring. Like, what, what's, what's going on out here, man? We got to do yeah. something else. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that there are countries that have better rights <clears throat> on, on a whole. I think there's countries that care about their people on a whole better than America. But I think that you and I love being in America because of the opportunity to change. And I think a lot of countries don't have the opportunity, opportunity to, to test shit. That's what we live for, you and I. Yeah. A lot of countries don't have change. If you think about it, what you're born in. I, I think, I think both of us were become. born to like test limits. I, I truly believe that. Oh, for sure. Me and you are the testers. We're the ones that be like, this is the line. I'm stepping on it. What's happening now? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'm going to keep passing it. And then we're going to do what's going on. And I think that that's something different in a lot of countries because a lot of times people don't understand 
what could or should happen after that. I think that a lot of times it becomes, we want the people in power to figure out our lives. And being in America, we've come to realize that we want to figure out our lives for the people in power. Mm. And it's almost scary. It's almost scary, man. It's almost like people, I think people are afraid to make choices for themselves. So they want people to make choices for them, which makes other countries more exciting than America. But in America, if you're not making a choice for yourself, you're kind of asked out. Like a lot of people, if you think about it in America, we're one of the few major countries where if you don't make a choice, nothing happens. In other countries, if you don't make a choice, it's made for you. Yeah. I, and I mean, like, honestly, like I, I look at that politically naturally because I feel like that was part of the conversation with the Roe v. Wade stuff. Like, Wait, wait, can I say something real quick? Shout yeah. out to Ime Adoka, man. You know I hate the Celtics, but I like what he built over, over this year, but please continue. But it was like, for me, it was like, I, in 2016, I realized, like, I'm not, I don't subscribe to, like, either one of the parties. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a generally liberal-leaning individual, but I was like, I feel so much more empowered as an independent voter mm-hmm. than a democrat or republican whatever it is although you may call me a staunch republican like like i take pride in you know and, and like you'll appreciate this because you're like in like we said we like to test the limits and like we like to leave an impact if i leave every conversation i have with like a conservative group and they're like that kid's super liberal and i leave every conversation i have with a very liberal group and like he might be a little too conservative that tells me i'm living right and, and that's how we became friends, honestly. Yeah. And honestly, that's what, like, we became, we, we had to be around each other because of Alabama, but we became friends because we both are very much independent thinkers and we're liberal about some shit and we're conservative about some shit, but we also care about people. People to us, I'm speaking for you right now, please correct me. I think people for us mean more than commodities. In, in all actuality, a lot of things in America is not about the people, it's about the commodity. I agree. Yeah, no, I, I, I... I would endorse that message. Like I think about it as, um, what was I going to say? Um, no, I, I think that's a good way of putting it. It was like, oh no. So I was going to compare it to, um, and you'll appreciate this, the Larry Bird ultimate mixtape that the NBA put out. Yes. It, it was describing the relationship between him and Magic. Top, wait, 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 wait. The top 75 tape. No, this about- before that. This is even Come before this is old. This is old school. It was one of my favorite drunk watches. Uh, when I'm in a YouTube rabbit hole, is watching like random like Gen Z people react to like Larry Bird for the first time. Oh, They're like, oh, he was like that. Also, also, <laughs> side note: when when Magic Johnson retired from HIV, the first game Larry Bird played, he he threw, I believe, a half court pass behind the back in honor of Magic Johnson. And he also retired the same year Magic Johnson did because, yeah. well, his back was fucked up. But realistically speaking, Larry Bird was still getting us. I think, I think Larry Bird with a fucked up back was still getting 20 and 10. And he was like, why am I playing if Magic isn't here? But, but, but that was it. They were, it, they described that relationship in this. It, it's like a seven minute video, mostly about Larry. About five minutes in, they spend the rest of the time talking about him and Magic. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things that has always stood out to me that I think is very reflective of our relationship is, it was like they have completely different. Hey, you sound like HIV. That's fucked up, man. No, I didn't say which one you were. You could be Larry. Um, you <laughs> you can have a fucked up back. <laughs> you you know you're not letting me be Larry. You know that. Why are we true. why are we pretending like you want me to be Larry? I, I I'm too good a shooter. 
Real shit, um, real, real shit though. Who would I rather be? I would probably rather be Larry. If I'm yeah, being honest, for like, sure. Yeah. No, no, no. Not even, not even the HIV jokes. Like playing wise, I would probably rather yeah. be Larry. Um, but they were put that out there. I'm sorry, yeah. I had to put that out there. Like Larry. Yeah. Never no, no. But they were bro. talking. It was like you know they have completely different backgrounds, but like the value system is the same, and like that's the way I look at us. Where it's like our our childhoods were completely different. You don't say. But we think the same way, I think. <laughs> we family. Yeah. And that's and that's the good thing, man. Like it, it, you realize real soon when you when you know who you are in this world, and I mean as deeply, you know who you are in this world, you know where you stand with people very fast. And when you know where you stand with people very fast, you start to understand what's happened with those people and the decisions that they make, and which makes you which allows you to be a lot closer to them. And people probably are like, what the fuck are you talking about? What I mean is, if I care about people, no matter what the background is, if you're telling me you care about people, then we have that connection. If you tell me you don't give a fuck about people, then we don't have that connection. And that's yep. what a lot of this shit is. Like, a lot of times people don't understand the reason why we're quite right is because we have our morals, we have our beliefs, we have our system of operating. And most people don't. They allow the system to, to tell them how to operate. We tell the system how it should operate. And that's why we're quite right. Rebels with a cause. Rebel. Also my best mistake, probably.